This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Buckle up, sit down, and get ready for a two-hour Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt, caffeine, we're good to go. We're here. Football is here. Good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm good. Good morning. <laughs> That's all we're saying is good morning. That's it, right? Listen, no, I, I, there's, there's so much going on. We were at the hospital in the middle of the night last night. The what? middle can say Kelsey was up, thought she had appendicitis. There was all kind of things happening. So we were up all night. Um, is she okay? She's laying on the couch now. They gave her some uh, a prescription. Something's going on. It's not appendicitis, thank God. So that's good. Um, I learned a lot about the female anatomy last night, let's say. And uh, yeah, sounds like we're, uh, I don't know, we're fine, but we're, uh, we're, we're a little tired. And, you know, you're doing that thing again where you're breaking your arm, patting yourself on the back about being right about something that ain't right. But now I'm ready to go. Go ahead. I'm not breaking my back. I, I'm not right yet. I can't. I, I'm not right about prop betting yet. What Dave is referencing is that right now at Caesars, there is more bets on Cooper Cup to score a touchdown tonight than there are bets on the Rams to cover the two and a half point spread. Correct. But just saying. Yeah, you're right. You can say, well, what's the money? You're absolutely right to point that out. That the, there's more money, way more money on the bills. Well, now you've you've you, you've done micro betting. This is this is micro betting to, mm-hmm. to cater to your argument. There's more bets on the side because there's two sides of an NFL game. So if you combine the bets on the side on Buffalo and the side on the Rams, there's more bets on the side on the game than there is on Cooper Cup. Fair. But but it's framed perfectly for sensationalism in a tweet and catnip. Oh, that's not fair to David Purdom. I don't think he was doing that. I don't think David was doing that. It's his tweet. I don't think David was doing that at all. I think the discussion that leads to that, David, okay. David reported the facts. There's more bets on Cooper Cup to score a touchdown mm-hmm. than there are on the Rams side. Because tonight is one of those games where if there's 100 bets on the side, 90 mm-hmm. of them are on the Bills. Fair. So there's 100 bets. And again, I'm just using numbers. Yeah, 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 right. Just, right, yeah, just, right, just right. generalization so people understand it. I mean, it's 75. There's 100 bets on the side. Yeah, and 75% of them, 75 of them are on the Bills. That's what every book is reporting, basically. Well, but you just told us last week that all the books lie and they're all full of shit. They are. 
And then you're taking a book's report on a prop bet and framing it to your argument. Did I report it? I just it? can't keep I didn't up. report it. I didn't report it. I just, I can't I didn't report it. I'm just saying. you talk out of both sides of your mouth as good as anybody. Of course. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, look, I'm just, I'm what just my saying. point is, is that there's going to be, and I'm talking about bet percentages. I'm talking about money. I'm talking about using actual factual data they're reporting to bet. Which, I'm not wait, saying. Are you saying footage. David Purdue's tweet isn't factual? I'm saying David paid him in a, in a snapshot of the moment he was told it was factual. Oh, but it could have it could have all but, changed ten minutes after he tweeted it. It could have oh, all that's changed. Not fair to David. That's what no, you it's the truth. Me. It's the truth. It's oh. in that moment he's told, and that's why I don't believe that. Te- I don't believe reporting anything from the books. I've never. I I've stopped. But you just went on Twitter this morning and patted yourself on the back that you were right because prop betting is going to be very very popular. It's extremely popular. Go, what, hey, that's not what you said on the Twitter. Don't go make look me at go Spank- back hey. and look. Don't, don't take me. Take Spanky's tweet if you want. Go look at what Spanky just tweeted. Stop what betting sides. Tweet? Stop betting sides. Bet of props. Course. Of course. Why? They're why, all of course? saying that. I've heard this for years. Do you know why? They can beat the props. Of course. We all, well, on our side so of the counter, if, so, we want to bet. So the public's going to figure that out, that right. the hardest thing in the world to do is to beat you guys behind the counter who make the numbers on the NFL sides because it's the biggest bet you'll take because you're comfortable because your numbers are better than our numbers. But prop betting. That's not, that's even, not why. There's the prop betting even it up. in the market. Right, but you There's guys feel comfortable being, you guys feel comfortable taking a, a half a million dollar bet on a side. Because, because there are a half a million bets or amount of money on the sides. Okay. So what happens if that money goes away and it goes into the prop market? You guys going to stop taking big bets? It's not going into the prop market. Yes, of course it will go into the prop market. Yes. It'll take bigger bets. Why are the limits on the prop bets so low, Matt? Well, there's a, you know more than I on that point, but the point that I, Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Don't start that shit. What? You do that shit. You know, I don't, I, I, I'm just reporting the facts. Of course, I'm saying I've never taken the bets you've taken. My, my point is to defer to your expertise over my expertise. Most of the what? stuff that I'm going to. Don't do I'm, that. Don't why? start doing that now. You got all the expertise, please. No, please that's please, not true, please, Dave. Please. No, that, that's you got not your true show. You're the one chair. I just show up and do the show. I just listen. I'm good. Please. Spanky's tweets are true. Okay. Yes. They want to annihilate the prop market. They will. Because and the, the public will figure that out. Make. Right, and the public will the follow The books that. already know this. That's why the limits are so low. There will never be the liquidity in this. Until a book comes in, it says, and starts taking over the prop market, which is going to happen. There's going to be a book it's that's going to specialize gonna in it. happen because they can't win just doing it. They might be able. I don't know. I can't predict the future. I don't know. I just know there are books that are going to be oh. very active in the prop market that are willing you to are raise so the limits. This side, that side. This I'm just side. saying. Oh, so I'm oh. telling you that in the future, I believe there are going to be sports books who are going to cater to a prop betting person and raise really? the limits and have larger limit taking on those sides and have the similar situation with the side and total. It'll be an inside job. All right, maybe it will be. I don't know, but I I believe that. I think well, no, that it's going to know, happen. No, you believe it, but you don't well, know. That's what I don't saying. know. I don't. I can't tell you the sun's coming up tomorrow, but I believe it's going to come up tomorrow. So I believe that tomorrow. I know the sun's coming up tomorrow. I believe that in the future, there's going to be sports books that are willing to cater towards prop betting specifically and take larger limits on those props that they'll put up. They'll hire more people in the risk room who will be more adapted to going ahead and making those numbers, and they won't let some computer algorithm spit out some number that's always way too low or way too high. And so that 
they'll hire people to be in the risk room that know prop betting, have an expertise in it. They will put up numbers and they'll take bigger bets on those props. Is that in Biff Solomonet? No, it's just what it's business. It's watch is what I've watched from the books, what I've watched with you, what I've learned from you, what I've heard forever about what the books do and how a risk room has worked. You've told stories for a year now about how you guys sit around in a risk room to hammer down a number and figure it out. You ask the pros, you put a number up, the pros help you shape the number. The same thing will happen on a prop market. It, it just it doesn't at the moment because the liquidity is on the side in the total because in particular here in Vegas, People come here to place larger larger bets on the side or the total. It'll change as prop betting starts to switch. And more and more people who are 25-year-old dudes who grew up playing DFS and fantasy football. How much do 25-year-olds have net worth? They turn into 35. The difference is they turn into Uh 35-year-olds. They they get more money as they grow and make more money. They have more money to gamble. Uh So they've grown up with it. Uh-huh. Thus, their $100 a game turns into $500 a game, turns into really? $1,000 a game, and oh. it grows. All right. So as the, more, as, the, as the more money they get, and they want more things, and they realize, hmm, I might be better oh, wait, at the is that market. is that responsible gambling? Because you're a big advocate of that with the AGA and everybody else. Of course, I'm res- of course. But so, I'm all, so I, I, you I tell are saying, wait, let me, let me, I'm just trying to frame it and understand yes. it because I'm trying, I'm trying to understand. So... A young kid who had got no money that they get gambling early mm-hmm. loves prop betting, but bets mm-hmm. him for five and ten dollars. Okay. Then he gets a job and a career and starts a family, has less time to devote to betting, but still wants to bet, but has more money. So he's going to increase his bet size on stuff that he knows he thinks he can beat, mm-hmm. or he's going to listen to guys like Spanky and experts in the field give him prop bets that he's going to bet books are going to increase the limits on stuff that they're weak at and can't win at because more people are betting it because they got older, they got better jobs, they got more money and there's more liquidity in that market. I'm just, I'm just trying to get the whole. So you're assuming that the books are going to stay being bad at putting numbers up for props. No. No, but, but by all. that story, you just said they're going to, the books can't win at, and I'm telling you the books will win at it. The books will get better. Wait, do the books win now on prop betting? Do they focus on prop betting? I don't do know. Do the total? books win now on side and total and everything else betting? We see the numbers now. The yeah. numbers are there for everybody to see. Right. Let me Vegas see. Made, Vegas made $16 million in the month of July. Okay. Off betting. Well, so the, as a percentage of handle, it's a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. right? Right. What's the, what's the percentage again? That, because you see it's, the numbers, I see the numbers. I've been in the four, books. It's a two to 5% margin. So a hundred million dollars doing everything that they do that they already win at because right. they're good at it. They, right. they, the books never lose. The books always win. The books make all this money. Uh-huh. Two and a half percent. So for every hundred million handled, they make two point five million dollars, and that's the stuff they're good at. Because side and total betting is old, and nobody knows what they're doing, and the books have an edge. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna increase this with prop betting. I don't. I'm just I, asking. I'm not talking about increasing. I'm talking about serving what the marketplace is asking for. When the marketplace is the one with the agenda. Of course, that's what they're asking for. 
You're right. You're running right to the catnip. You're not even seeing the forest through the trees, Matthew. I see what's going on. You got on. me on the show, and you're buying the bullshit. Uh, listen, I'm not buying, I'm I'm not just buying any you. bullshit. I'm looking at the market. I'm looking at the audience, and I'm looking what people are wanting more of. They want more prop betting. They want they, more picks on props. They want to bet props more. They have more fun and more success betting on props when they have 10 bets going on a prop and 10 players because they're used to it from either daily fantasy or DFS or, or season long fantasy. They're, they're there and they see it all. So they're watching these games and they'd rather have 10 players out there with 10 bets on those players than wanting the, the full sum of the whole team to go and cover a number because they've been backdoored. They've had bad calls. They've had bad things happen where they've lost sides or lost totals. And they rather, you know what? I'm just going to stick with prop betting. Because, because the that's numbers not, that's not going to be affected. They're not going to get bad beats on prop betting. They're not. That's not going to happen. I'm, I'm I'm talking in generalities. I'm talking about specific. Oh, I'm so I can't keep up because sometimes it's specific. Sometimes it's generalities. I'm just trying to understand it. Go ahead, continue. So, so uh, this is great. Kazoo, how it's up, Kazoo. What's up, buddy? <laughs> so th- this is okay, and I don't understand why you're this agitated over this because I'm this not is, this, agitated at all. You're I'm extremely agitated. What are you talking about? You're extremely agitated, and I'm, I, I, I'm, 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 you know, trying to explain this in a very simple way to you, but and you're making it into the, something by dicing words up. I'm dicing words up. Yes, because pro- I'm talking about generalities. Now you want specifics and this and that. Well, that no, beats don't, don't, get, don't get specific. Just talk in generalities. Every it makes bet you sound smart. has a chance to. Every bet has a potential to be a bad beat. All of them. I'm not talking about people. No one's going to go and bet 100 props and win 80 of them. Okay? It's not going to happen. They're lucky to win 50. But people are going to find it more enjoyable. They have more fun betting on props. They just did. They just do. I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for a 25-year-old. I'm 45. You just did. Well, I'm talking about, I talk to them. They tell me. These people I talk to all the time. Oh, okay. Who, who, I, who, I don't who talk are actively <laughs> involved, who are actively involved in prop betting, who enjoy I, it more. My right. two brothers are, clean, are prime examples of it. Of 29 course. and 26, okay? Yeah. They're prime examples of people that in there, they love to parlay props. It's not smart, but they love to do it. They find it more entertaining and more fun. Right. So yes. my point is, if you're a sports book, and yeah. you're looking at the future and you're not yeah. living in today because Vegas is past. No, okay? we're not talking Vegas. This is not, I'm talking about the country. outside of Vegas. I'm talking, the show I'm is talking, on all over the country. Absolutely. But we're not the, talking what, what about you're Vegas. Talking, so in you're, my opinion, you're talking I hear in general Vegas from you. Right. But I hear Vegas from you. Go ahead, sir. Go ahead. I, I hear Vegas from you. I hear a Vegas. Oh, this isn't Vegas. This has nothing to do with Vegas. Okay, this so then why are the books do with in, on the East Coast who are coming in from the Euro models, why are their prop betting menus so bigger than so much larger than us here in Vegas? Because they are automated things. They offer more. Then they tell you that the future is prop betting because people lose at the Matthew. What do you mean? They're not telling us anything. The books are. What are you talking us? about? What are the books telling us to bet props? The when you go parlay. to sit at a blackjack table and they, they offer parlays. insurance, they offer insurance at a blackjack table, right? Is that a good bet? No. How do you know that? Because we learned it through the book. People have gone through the numbers over the years to see the actual, is it worth it money-wise, numbers-wise, percentage-wise, to go ahead and, and ensure your bet up against Blackjack. Okay. Your brothers, mm-hmm. perfect examples. They love betting 
prop bet parlays, same yes. game parlays. Yes. What are the books pushing, Matthew? Same game parlays. I'm not talking about that, though. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm it's not talking it's about my turn, counselor. It's okay. my turn. Okay. You made your points. I'm just rebutting them because sure. you like to talk, but you don't always like to listen in these situations. <laughs> so that's fine. Uh -huh. um, they're telling you that's the insurance on mm -hmm. a blackjack table. We're offering all the props because we want your brother and his friends to parlay them. But, but when they selectively get bet individually by very, very smart people in betting syndicates and groups and bots, you can't bet them. Okay? So. What do you mean you can't uh, bet them? What do you mean you can't bet them? Books will limit you. Okay, but you still bet them. You just can't bet them to limit the amount you might want. You can't bet them at all for any volume other than $20. If you want to get 1000 and they okay. tell you 20 anyone with a a brain or, you know, that's in business, that's a professional, is going to go, fuck it, I can't bet there. Okay. The problem with your step-by-step -step to get to this place where a book is going to take this gigantic amount of volume on prop betting on something that they lose at. I'll talk in generalities. We all want cheaper gas. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes to the gas tank and goes, man, this fucking gas is expensive. I want cheaper gas. I should get cheaper gas. It's what people want. The gas companies control the price of the gas. The books control the prices of everything. The books control the menu. You can go to Chick-fil-A and want a hamburger. Fuck off. We don't serve hamburgers at Chick-fil-A. We serve chicken. It's your choice. Or go to Costco and get cheaper gas. Because the line at Costco by my house is 25 cars deep every day. Yes, it is. So yes, you're, is. you become the Costco of betting. You find a way to make money in other places and you use prop bets to get them in the door. But it's the future of betting. It's going to be more handle and sides and stuff. Not handle. No, it's going to volume. be more bets. Quality. More volume. Handle. Volume. I've never said handle. Never volume said handle. is handle, volume. Matthew. Number of bets number doesn't of bets. mean shit. Not handle. Number of bets are going to be more than sides well, and totals. Right. Number of bets. That's the volume, volume of the bet. Well, it's, it's you can argue what volume is, but number of bets. We don't have to argue with being volume. Placed. Volume has a definition. It's the full, it's, it's taking, volume takes into everything. Side, it takes in Side bets, prop bets, everything. I'm talking about number of tickets written are going to be more in three years. Books will see more tickets being written consistently on prop bets than they will on sides and totals. I firmly believe that. Okay. Handle will always be bigger because somebody will come in, a mattress Mac will come in, whatever. Someone will always come in with a very large amount of money and take one bet for $100,000. We've talked always. about this. Which is better, right? Do the books want one play at a hundred thousand or a hundred thousand plays at one dollar? Every book is different. Some books want that big whale. Bet. Right. Other other books. I mean, the answer is both. So like, that's both. my point. So there's going to be some books who are going to cater towards a prop betting person. Other books like Circa will want the talking one about bet, some books. They already are on East Coast. Yeah, but they already take, know. You just said it. They're gonna. But the limits are. You said it. The limits are incredibly low. Right, they're twenty bucks. It's not enough. They're That's all, not attracting no, a professional. You can, you can go into a, a, a Fanduel somewhere and bet a prop for how much? Go try it. 
You tell me. You're the one saying it's always limited and you can't win at it. I'm asking no, you, it's, how it's much money limited. can you get at FanDuel? You tell me, how much money can you get down on a side on a prop at FanDuel? Sometimes it's a nickel. Okay. If it's, you know, Cooper Cup where there's volume, they might take it. But if it's a soft number, that's going to be, you know, one guy walks in to bet it, tries to bet it for 2000 He can't bet it for that. Okay. But can you have four but, people bet it for 500 Well, you, your brother, your brother's friend, and all, all of that? Like, the same number? Do you guys want the same number? Do it all at the same time. There you go. Books back <laughs> east aren't doing that either, Matthew. Aren't doing what? Letting you, your brother, your brother's friend, and your cousin all bet it at the same time. Well, it's an app. It's kind of hard to be all hit by at the same time. Really? I've never you tried it. I don't know. I, I'm not trying. I'm just assuming if, I, if I'm with four people. <laughs> wait, you're assuming phones, or wait, what are you talking about? I'm, just, I, I'm saying hey, ahead, I've, I've, never, I've never done this, so I don't know. But if I am with oh, four people oh, on an app, oh, 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 okay. it's all automated, right? You've oh, been, okay. It's all automated, right? So the limit's 500 bucks, and I have four limit, four 500 buck bets that come in simultaneously. Uh-huh. Is a human being hitting approve or is the limit 500 oh, and the, the bot making procedures get it's it's all automated. So they then feeds. So that's how you hit it. All and the same a book's going to sign up to do this. Get better. Yes. Okay. Get better. All right. 100% get better at it. Yes. Okay. But there are some people who are going to do that, but then there are 2000 other people who are going to bet it for 15 bucks. And they're going to be on the other side. They're going to be on the other side. You have two-way action already. You should open a book yourself on prop I'm, I'm just saying these. <laughs> this is how you're you are telling me the bookmakers trying to make sure that the number, if it's too high, the pros are hitting the under. You know, if it's too low, the public's going to come in on the over. You're I'm just saying in generalities. Again. This is the it's same thing in bookmaking, is it not? Setting a number. Bet. It's like setting a market. It's up to the bookmaker to set the market. The bookmaker has a bad number. The pros are going to tell them that. It's going to so come in and they're going to shape the market. The book, if you're Chick-fil-A. And right? you're really good at chicken and you make enough money serving chicken. Why are you going to serve? You burgers? aren't hearing me still. Like you, you told me I'm not listening. You're not hearing me. There's I'm hearing be, you. There's going to be books who are going to hire people to go in risk rooms who are really good at prop betting. Really? Yeah. Okay. And they're going to change and they're going to take prop action because okay. they can. Just like Circa came Check into the marketplace. Just like Circa came into the marketplace and Circa said, you know what? We don't, we don't like the way that right now the business is being run. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to do things differently and tell people that we want your action. We're going to take big bets. We're going to publicize it and come get it. The same thing is going to happen on the prop side. There's going to be a book that's going to raise a flag and say, we want to be the prop betting book. Come bet props with us. And we're going to hire a risk team that knows props, that understands how to take it. We're going to take lot larger bets. And that's going to be our differentiator from the marketplace. Because like you're talking about, Chick-fil-A doesn't sell hamburgers. So why compete with McDonald's and Burger King? They don't. Shit, they're not even open on Sundays. They're like, we only need six days a week. We're going to print money. Okay. Yep. They make their own marketplace. They've decided to cut their own niche out of the fast food marketplace. Prop betting will have that happen too. It's just general capitalism as somebody will recognize the opportunity. We moving on or are we going to keep talking about this? I don't, you're the one that ranting and raving on this. I, I'm not <laughs> ranting and raving at all. I'm letting you speak. This is great. I'm, I'm actually taking notes. This is outstanding. And in three years, we can circle back and you can say, Matt, it's now 2025. Where is it? And I'll say, I was right or I was wrong. Wow. 
you sound like the books with the with the earnings reports when they're going to be making money. <laughs> they're waiting no, to I, do the props. They're going to be making I'm money. I'm just going by my prediction. My, my prediction is in three years. So we'll see it in 2025. We'll see football season in 2025. We'll see where we are. If I'm wrong, I'll say I was wrong. No, I hope if I'm don't right. Don't say that. You don't ever well, say that. Don't say I always say that. when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Always. Okay. Always. As, as a calling card of my life. When I'm wrong, I will say I'm wrong. You got to prove me wrong first. Oh, no. We, you got to prove we, me wrong first. You can. I'll take it if I'm wrong. Matt, I'm wrong. how many games did Deshaun Watson get suspended? That's a different story. <laughs> a different story. How many, germs, how many games is Deshaun Watson serving? That's, you, you always frame oh. this wrong. You always frame it wrong. The better question, the better question, the better question is how many games is Deshaun Watson serving? If you say this, how many games is Deshaun Watson serving? Yes. 11. How many, how many games, games was Deshaun Watson get suspended, Matt? He is serving an 11 game suspension. Because how many he, games because did he, he got suspended six. six, but serving 11. Correct. You weren't that's, wrong on that, that were you? That's the right answer. Wait, wait. He, were you wrong was, on that? No, because you said it the right way. <laughs> he was suspended six games, and he's serving 11 on appeal. Okay. That's the right way of framing it. That's the right way of saying it. 100%. That's the right way of framing it. Oh. Right, of, right there. Of course it is, counselor. <laughs> what law hey. school did you go to again? I don't need to go to law school to know how to frame an argument. So. Oh. No, you don't. You're good at it. That's for sure. <laughs> you just frame it. I know how to frame an argument, and I know syntax, you and I know language. You did that too long in person by yourself. Now you got at least somebody at least of the. You can check it all bit. you want. I, it's it's. I, I'm just telling you. I'm not chirping at you. Listen, the chat. I'll ask the chat. How many games did Deshaun Watson get suspended? In the chat, put it in the chat. Hit I the like button. I don't need to know. That they're in the same. No, they they're don't need the, to know. I can the have facts. the same We're argument with them. Generalities again. I can have the same argument with them. It's the same argument. If they say how many, if they ask me how many games is Deshaun Watson serving for suspension, I'll say eleven. <laughs> how many games was he suspended? Six. That's what the ruling was. Whoa, he was suspended. I'm so confused. <laughs> it's. The word serving versus Kazoo. suspended. Kazoo, come in here, please. Come in here, please. Fair. 11. Serving 11, yes. He How many games did he get, for 11, suspended, he get suspended for 11 games? I mean, correct. He's serving 11 games. Yeah. No, he got, because he got suspended for 11 games on appeal. I mean, there there was yes a process, and there was it was six initially, and, and then it was the and then it was more, Jeff and then it was made, less, and whatever. Hold on, just just so we know. But the ultimately, bet that was made the bet that was made was based upon the ruling from the judge Susan L. Robinson. What was she going to give Deshaun Watson? That was the how many was, games did he get suspended, Matthew? <laughs> Look at the chat. How many 11, games is he serving, 11, or how many 11, games did Susan L. Robinson? How many games did <laughs> Susan L. Robinson give him? Games did he get suspended? It's a simple question. Answer the question. Six games. Thank you. I'm six done games. with this guy. Okay. Six <laughs> games. He was suspended six games. Susan Robinson suspended him six games. On appeal, he got 11, in which he accepted oh, on appeal. God. It's just what it is. You can, you can hark back. I come want, and sit it's... here every day and listen to this bullshit. <laughs> then you go on Twitter and tell people what I think. Whoa. You I'm at Sports the BK Consent. I, I, didn't, I didn't misquote you. You said to me, I was crazy. You just told me for 20 minutes of this conversation that I'm You nuts. just told the world. The Deshaun Watson got suspended 11 games. I don't have to say a fucking word if you're crazy or not. Everybody knows you're crazy. Did he get 11 games? Matt, uh, just, how many just, games did he get suspended? 11. He's serving 11, yes. How correct. many games did he get suspended? You still won't say it. By Susan L. Robinson, I'm he crazy. got six. 
I already know I'm fucking crazy. You don't. If you go on Twitter and tell everybody I think you're nuts. The world you thinks you're nuts. Well, that's fine. I come here and listen to this I'm bullshit every day. I'm comfortable with the world thinking I'm nuts. That's not worried because 95% of the world's crazy. So I'm good. I'm, I'm good be, too. <laughs> I'm good to be the outlier on that. Anyways, this was a precursor into a, a, an announcement that we're making here on BVB for Sunday. So if you like what I'm saying, and Dave is like prop betting, but I like prop betting. We are going to do a special Sunday NFL prop betting show. We talked about Holy this yesterday, shit, last night on JTP. Light it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday people. morning, 11 a.m. Eastern time, Let's 8 a.m. Spencer Limbach and I are going to give you guys 15 prop bets every single Sunday for the NFL slate of that day. 15? Yes. Oh. I will have I will have five. Spencer will have five, and Bet Prep will have five. There might be Holy some overlap. If there, shit. If there's overlap, then we won't have 15 in total. But we uh, we will not talk to each other about what we're doing, what we're betting. I'm going to have my own five. Spencer will have his own five. Oh, and Bet Prep will have their own five that we're going to give you guys coming up. That is also for you guys who were asking earlier this morning on the Discord channel. Yes, the long teaser is back again from last year. So we got that. <laughs> Did very well in the long teasers last year. So we'll come back with long teasers one hour prior to kickoff at the end of the show is when I'll give out the long teaser. And then we'll look at line movement and we'll look at injuries and who's in and who is out start and stop. We'll do a little DFS, but not a ton coming up on that. So that starts this Sunday. It's only going to be on props.com, not on YouTube, not on Twitter. Okay. So you got to come to the website for props.com to watch that show. I think it's going to live there. All day, I think that's true, but we got a we have a huge technical question that has to be answered after the show today to kind of figure out exactly how we're doing this and where the show is going to be and how but it's going to go. Prop bets are only good for that game. Well, no, because it's the one o'clock games, the four o'clock games, and Sunday night football. It's the whole day. Oh, okay, okay. It's, so it's you have, you're you're going to cover all the games. Yeah, every okay. game, every game. The full Sunday slate is what we're going to have. So, um, fifteen games, right? Because there's Monday night, Thursday, there's 16 games a week, right? Usually 14 on Sunday. 14, okay, okay, no so, one so on 14. Thursday, yeah. one on Monday, and the rest on Sunday. Yeah, so 14 games. So there's plenty of things to, to bet on, so plenty of prop bets to come up with on Sunday morning. So one hour, 11 to 12 uh, Eastern time, 8 to 9 Pacific. Spencer Limbach and I are going to be on there doing that show coming up this How Sunday. How long is the show on Sunday? Everybody wants to know in the chat. One hour. One hour show Sunday morning. Start at yep. what time? 11 a.m. Eastern. 8 a.m. Yeah, eight o'clock our time. Same thing I've been doing for the last two years. It used to be me and Dan Harris. Now it's me and Spencer Limbach. So different place, obviously. That was on a four a different sites YouTube channel. We're doing this just on props coming up on Sunday. So that's going to be fun. I'll be curious to see what Spencer comes up. I'm not great at prop betting, so like I always tell people, that's why I bet quarter units on props because I'm not phenomenal at it. But Spencer is very good, and we'll see what Bet Prep does with their projections. Um, as to how they're going to be this, this season prop betting wise. This so. is great. You guys can start this now. And then by time in three years, when everybody's <laughs> betting props, you already have a show. This is tremendous. Well, I've already have a show. I've been doing it for two years. So this is nothing new. This, but this you're not is, good at prop betting. You oh, just said it. Of course, fade me. Oh, you can bet against me. I don't mind. I'll tell you where I am. If, you, if I have a losing record, bet against me. I never have any problem with that. That's awesome. Hmm. That's not I want, hashtag gambling Twitter. I want eyeballs and ears. Fade or fall. Oh. Do, do what you want with it. That's that's anti-gambling Twitter. Everyone on gambling Twitter wins. This that's is my. Gonna, this is going to shake everything up. <laughs> Not really, but that's my thing. I, I'll tell you what I think, and I'm pretty much a fifty-one to fifty-two percent 
better. On props too? On everything. Pretty much on everything. What? Um, as a, as Again, I don't mean to talk in specifics of generalities because, you know, I, I can't keep up when you're talking in one or the other. Are you good at prop betting or not? No. I'm like everything else. I've gone on straight right in the middle. I've hit eight straight props. I've had props. Where I've missed eight straight props. I mean, it's just if I'm only hitting 51% on anything, I'm technically bad because I'm paying the juice. So I'm down. Yeah, but that's fine. There's people that go on on these shows and they're like 38%. That's oh, bad. No, I'm I've never been that bad. No, 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 no. I would stop. If so I'm out of money, every 10 bets. If I'm losing seven out of every 10 bets I'm making, then that's really bad. <laughs> Bankroll is going to go away fast. Well, yeah, but you said you don't care because you want eyeballs and ears. And I that's do, what but I'm still betting my money. I'm still space. betting. It's still my, I, I still have to watch what I'm like. I still, if I'm losing money badly, then I'm going to say, okay, guys, I'm going to stop. Like, you know, no, I've never had that bad. I've never been. I've bet for two years every day, now going on three years every prop day. Prop bets you'd bet every day? In NBA season, yeah. You bet a prop bet every day. Every day. In NBA season, every day. Oh. Yeah, 100%. And some like of a which guy's is, assists or something like that? Like or, um, or, or Yeah, I mean, really anything. I mean, the, there are certain numbers like Chris Paul assists at the end of last year. There's numbers where the books just want to adjust. It's like the Marlins team total. It's right. two and a half. Every day, doesn't matter what they do. It's two and a half, two and a half, two and a half. And so you can, you know, everyone's betting. It's 25-3-1, and one, I think, over the last 29 games for the Marlins. Yet somehow the book just keeps offering it. I don't know how that is. Well, it's automated. People aren't playing it enough for them to move off of it. <laughs> oh. Well, that's okay. because that's one person, and there's more and more people who are on it. I mean, our friend David Behrman's been on a table screaming about this for a month straight now. Daily Wager has been talking about it now. People are on it. Visa was talking about it this morning. Like it's people are not paying attention to it because the numbers are ridiculous. So my mm. gut would be more people will bet it and then they'll put it to three or three and a half. People will bet under and the Marlins might get hot and they might score. Like last night, you were right. You nailed that, you nailed that game perfectly yesterday. Got lucky. Marlins, Phillies. Yeah, I got Well, the top of the ninth home run screwed me, but that was unfortunate. Unfortunate. That's what the kids are saying. <laughs> I mean, I had 4-2. I was good. I was riding. I needed three outs for a 4-2 Phillies run line. Solo shot that was meaningless. Team total over two and a half. Run line dead. Mar dead. Phillies money line hits. Brutal. Mm. That did not. Absolutely brutal. Did not, it killed a 2-0 and o day into a 1-1 one one day. Perfectly flat because the Blue Jays won. And you were right. My bet was live. It was live. I did. I did. I actually have to go and reassess that the book that I bet it at, it actually, it lists all the pictures until you go into the bet screen in the bet screen in parentheses, it says action. It says the name is not on the actual bet. You, when you select it but on the bet screen, it says action. So that was a lesson for me. And I appreciate that. Cause I learned that yesterday. Oh my God. Did you just say that I, Told you something before that you disputed. Why are you being a prick? End? Today? Why are you being a prick today? I know you're tired. I'm not being a prick. You are. You're tired. Okay, I understand that you're tired. I'm not. But, but I'm I have, fired I have, up. I got. I've given you. I, I don't know how often I have to say that what I've learned from you over the course of four years is pretty much everything I know, and I've said it on said it yesterday and on two shows yesterday. So like, I, I don't get I, that. I, I get your sarcasm and you're poking fun, but it's not, 
accurate by any means. I'm not, I'm not being a prick. I'm just listening to what you're saying. You just said I'm for the and first time ever acknowledging that I didn't you're say that. Something. I didn't just say first say. time ever. I didn't say first time ever. I said, did you just say right. like I you were you like something. like it was my first time ever because saying that? You went to, you. to the math yesterday. You went to the mattresses that it was listed. And I tried to explain it to you and you didn't listen. And that's fine. Like I, it's, no, it's no, okay. I said, I thought I would, I go, I go, I don't know. I, I made a mistake because I don't like betting. You didn't action. say that yesterday. I said, I normally don't bet action ever. And the bet in the book that I bet at for this game was a different book that I normally bet. Cause they were the lowest in the country at juice. Everyone else was at minus minus one forty five or higher for the blue Jays. Okay. I got minus minus one thirty eight. So that's why I bet the blue Jays because I found it, but it was at a book that I normally don't play at. And then it was action. And normally I thought it wasn't action because it's the, the pictures were listed until I went to the next screen, which I just quickly did it and didn't pay attention. And that was on me. Yes, you were right. <laughs> that doesn't matter if I was right. That's I'm not worried about that. It's just one of those things that I just want you to be aware that there's a lot of stories out there. There's a lot of people signing deals. There's a lot of things happening, right? Not everything is as it appears. That's all I'm saying. And I'm trying to tell you. I've been in media for 21 years. I've seen shell games and lies and stories. Yes, I know. And believe me, I learned a lot this week about a lot of that. (laughs) The books are just into, the only difference is that now we're talking about it through a sports betting lens. This is how the media has worked for years and years in terms of how people are and deals that are signed and shows being launched and who is getting what and who knows who and what do you get in what place. I heard. It's a tale as old as time. I heard. It's interesting. It's just, it's, and, and the book world is coming into it and realizing it. It's like, oh, didn't realize oh, that was the, book, the book already knows. That's, that's, that's a lot of times the book already knows. The book knows what they're doing. Sure. They know that about the prop betting. They know that about action versus listed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things um, the media thinks they know, and uh, the Fair. book knows. There's, Fair. That's so. Well, look, yeah, you're leading a you're leading a steam. Uh, you know, you you lead the pack of buffaloes off the cliff. What they want. <laughs> it's great Ooh. for the book. The books. It's great if you can you can have things that aren't entirely perfectly clear, and then all of a sudden you have ways in your house rules. It's like, oh, look, what do you want me to do, man? Like, that's in our house rules. Oh, I didn't check the house rules. Oh, that's on you. That's on I've me. said this for years. Um, the book just wants to take bets. The book survives on taking bets. Do they, though? Because we talk about a lot the books that aren't taking bets. The books are taking bets. What are you talking from the, about? From the right people, though. They want the bets from the right. They want. They have a person they want to take it from. Not everyone. Oh, if you offer a fair limit, you can walk in the circle. Anybody can go right, right there. That's that. how a book's supposed to be run. That's not how all books are running. But yes. the book doesn't want. The book isn't afraid of taking anybody's bets if they're running a book. You're right. It's a pretty important line there, though. Yeah. <laughs> if they're running a book and if they're running a book in a certain way, mm-hmm. 
they're going to encourage prop bets. If they're running a book a certain way, they're going to want to increase any bets. But just keep in mind what's going on. That's all I'm telling you. I'm not trying to be a prick. I mean, you you put it out there on the Twitter. You wanted Bostonian versus the book. I'm just answering your questions. You're the one that literally our chat is here. We got a group of people here watching the show. Right. We asked a simple question. How many games did Deshaun Watson get suspended? Can you Every please, single one of can them you said 11. Can you stop talking about this? Can you I'm not going to stop talking. About, I'm going to bring it up every time. Would you say you admit that you're wrong? Because it's a you're semantic. wrong. It's you a, won't say Okay, I'm wrong. wrong. I'm wrong. Are we done? I'm wrong. We're done today. I'll bring it up the next I'm time. I'm done. I'm wrong. Uh, you're you're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't want to okay. be. Are right. we done? Are I we done? Just wanted to Can we please stop? Are we done? Because this is really boring to me. It's a boring conversation to have. Are we done? Oh, this is yeah. not keeping bringing this up over and over and over again. Doesn't it, it doesn't make any sense. It's it's I have my take and my opinion on it. You know what it is. OK, so like it it's it is what it is. You right. disagree. You disagree with my take. I Fine. don't disagree with anything. The people yes, you do. I don't care what the people think. I'm telling you obviously. what I think. This obviously. is what I think. I've never been crowdsourced into fake into thinking anything in my life. I think what I think. Okay. I can be wrong a hundred percent. I'm wrong nine times out of ten in a lot of shit. But this is a topic that you won't let go of for some reason. And I don't really understand why, because the bet wasn't even with you. I'm not le- I just asked you a question. I'm not letting go of anything. And so I don't remember what yesterday was. You just reminded me about this Phillies bet. I forgot about it. So tomorrow when you bring this up, I can say what? I'm not even going to bring it up tomorrow. Okay, you, good. It's, it's, okay, yeah, good. It's right. Fine. Please. Thank you. Yes, let's move on. Thank you. Okay, that's. I just wanted to hear that. We're not going to talk about this anymore. We're done. We're done. Well, I'm not going to okay. bring it up tomorrow. <laughs> you just said, I just said, I'm not going to bring it up tomorrow. Are we burying it forever for the rest of the season? Because Deshaun Watson is going to come up again. When he plays in week 12, we can talk about it again. But if something happens over the weekend and we're going to talk about Deshaun Watson on Monday, we're going to have to mention What's going to happen? Why are we talking about Deshaun Watson? Who knows? Okay, there's not really a need to talk about Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is now not able to even be in the building for the next 11 weeks. Well, when so Cleveland what, the Texans, wins that game, everybody's going to say they don't need Deshaun Watson. Stuff that will be, be taught. Something could, who, who knows? We don't know what could happen. <laughs> we don't know what tomorrow will bring. Okay, Jacoby Brissett's going to be an, all, an all-world beater. Yes, everyone's going to just completely move off of top they five quarterbacks. They can't win the game? They should Cleveland? win the game. It's, a, it's the Texans. All the numbers say take Houston, though, by the way. Cleveland is playing Carolina. Oh, sorry. Who who is Texans playing? Texans, Texans are playing are home against the Colts. Yeah, take the take the Texans. Yeah, it's Texans and Colts and uh, take Panthers them. and yeah, Browns. Yeah, take them. Take the take, Texans? Yeah. All the numbers are pointing towards that. I'm not betting it, but if you want to go by the trends, all the trends say take the Texans. Oh, boy. Divisional home dogs in week one have been extremely profitable. Even the mm. Texans. Let's get yes. some props on that, buddy. <laughs> want Davis Mills, all you. Hey, <laughs> hey, just, for the, just for the record, uh, Matt's totally right about uh, props being maybe not the future, but like personally, like you said about his little brother, dude, I love props. Love them. Can't get enough of it. Can't I know as a as a kind of you know new better ish compared to you guys, uh, love it, love it, love it. Love That's it. where no question. I talked to everybody that bets them too. That's great. 
That's good. All right, let's get you. You're wearing the Rams gear. I'm wearing the Rams gear. Yesterday for 12 minutes, our friends at the South Point threw up the, the flag. We're at plus three. Come get it. It lasted all of 12 minutes, 12 minutes. <laughs> and they pulled it down. Anyone going to do that again today? Or, I mean, I shopped around a lot last night to buy the half a point, and the cheapest I found was minus 135 to buy it. Right. I mean, it's expensive to draw, to buy this price to get the three today. Well, three, the, char- the books charge a premium to buy on or off a of three. So if it's normally 10 cents to buy a half a point, mm-hmm. you know, to go from four and a half and you want to buy it down to four and the juice is minus 110, you charge an extra 10 cents and you go to minus four, minus 120 when you buy it. Three, because it has so much power in the NFL, it's 25 cents. So minus 110 becomes minus 135. The unique thing about South Point is, is that, you know, Chris being an old school bookmaker, career Nevada guy, knows the customers, knows that, you know, for years, when you're at that counter and you're trying to explain to somebody why they have to lay 130 off its go to minus three, it gets lost in translation and usually results in a customer going, this is bullshit. I don't want to play here. So he doesn't, and Michael Gaughan has backed him on this, ever move the juice on three. It's always 110. He'll never be three minus so 15. South Point, you can buy up to three today and not play and not be expensive. I don't know. Um, that's one app I don't have. I really should have their app. I don't have their app on my phone. I didn't shop there. Last I week. don't know what he charges to buy on okay. or off of three. But when he goes to three, it's minus 110. Right, right, okay. So, you know, in this situation, most books, if they go to three, they'll do dog 20, meaning the dog is minus 120. They'll do three, minus three even money because they know that the bad guys will take the three Mm -hmm. and they'll lay the extra 120 if they have to because the price normally would be minus 135 to buy it. So he went to three to test the waters. And like he said in the tweet. That was um, Dwayne. It was Dwayne's tweet. You put it up. Well, Dwayne put it up, but um, I responded under. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and then, yeah, and he then, said afterwards. <laughs> you know, I said, Chris, tell him. And Chris said, I'd rather be first, first. than last. <laughs> I want that on a T-shirt because I used we used to say the same thing. We used to sit over uh at cg and this it's, this is something i learned 25 years ago in, in curacao when you're first in a in a in a market that is established you can see i mean they'll tell you where to go mm-hmm. lasted 12 minutes <laughs> if it lasted 12 minutes anytime like like we said yesterday on the show anytime the book wants to go get the ram money they will books are going to be happy sitting at two and a half and Letting 90% of the bets be on the bills. It's just so interesting. The numbers have been up. This game is so unique because this number has been up for so long. I mean, this thing's been up for months. And we're talking about a half a point movement either way. Like it is, it, it's, it's why, I mean, this is the type of game where I go, they're not moving it, guys. And everyone's coming in on the bills. Now they can be wrong, but like, whoo, I, I mean, the numbers 
Sean McVay is seven and zero straight up, seven and zero ATS in home openers. Mm-hmm. He is extremely good ATS in September, like fourteen and two ATS mm-hmm. in September. Like he's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And they're the home team, defending champs. Yes, I know Stafford had surgery. They just revealed that today. That yeah, okay, he had surgery in the offseason on his elbow. I don't know if they put it out before the game in case he plays poorly, and it's an excuse for why he doesn't he doesn't play well, but. He claims he's full systems go, everything's fine, but the number's not. I mean, they're very comfortable at two and a half or three. Again, they're not trying to be right. They're just trying to book the games. And, you know, there's probably not not that much money on the side that they're all on the prop bets. So it don't, it don't matter. <laughs> you know, we could go. You don't want to give away the profit if right. you're the book, right? I'm not going to give it to, you know, Biggie J27 if he's going to come in in a bag and, you know, we take today's game day. I mean, you take your maximum limit today. So if I need the game for 100000 as the book and I take bets and limit is 100000 the bad guy walks in and bets 100000 mm-hmm. on the fucking Rams – now I make like 10,000 either way on the side. You're good. Okay. I like, right. no, I'm not good. I'd rather oh. have the decision if I think I'm on the right side. Okay. So why would I go to three? If you want to take the Rams, you take two and a half like me. We're in it together. So would you say buy the half a point? I mean, I don't know. I'd let, I'd let all the gambling experts and analysts and stuff buy the half a point. Why what's would your, I buy the half a point? I don't have your, to. I'm the book. Right, but I'm saying if you were a player, is that a good play? Every player does it differently. Like, I don't, if you feel more comfortable taking the three because you could get a push. Yes, that's my point. If it lands three. Yes. And you don't mind paying, do it. I don't but, like it. I don't want to lay minus 135 on the NFL side. I, I'm, I'm, because I know the potential for the Bills to get rolling. And that's the worry. I mean, the Rams can score, but can they score at the rate that the Bills can score on a fast track? Game one, everyone healthy. I don't know. That defense is going to have to get after Josh Allen and make him uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, the Bills offense is explosive. There's no debating that they can put up points in a hurry if you aren't playing defensive, you know, defense well, and if your offense doesn't keep up. I mean, I don't, I'm not playing the over, but I don't hate the over tonight. Well, I mean, I can tell you this, um, 52, that's not a perfect trip, but that's a lot of points for an opening game, right? Um, Especially with the Rams. I mean, with that Rams defense. And I mean, forever, forever, ever, people bet over. Mm -hmm. Um, The books will probably need the under. Doesn't mean, again, it's the right side. But um, it's not going to move. Like it's if it's if it's anywhere, it's fifty-two painted right now, pretty much. Mm-hmm. If it moves anywhere, it's down. What I is it is is because fifty-one, fifty-four are the key numbers with totals, right? Do the books care? Huge. Do the books care about moving between fifty-two and fifty-four? Like fifty-two, fifty-three? Are they comfortable banging back and forth between the two, or is fifty-three a number that like? if they're going to see money on the over and they're going to go to 53, are they comfortable doing that? Cause we know 51s and then once they go over 51, 
they're comfortable. I think it seems like they're more comfortable going to 54. Um, yeah, I don't think anything that the 52, 53, it's doesn't really it's matter, not, right? No, it's, okay. I mean, what it's a different game now. I mean, you know, there's, there's just more, um, there's more penalties, there's more flags and, and stuff like the numbers are, you know, forever. The numbers were 43, 47, 51. Okay. You know, those not were, 50, those not were 54. I mean, 54 is kind of a new thing. It's, okay. it's, it's only really realistic in the last couple of years in the NFL. I mean, you, you know, 54, that's, that was a lot, that was a lot of points. That was, that was like, you know, Rams with Warner numbers. Wow. That was, uh, I mean, 30, 24 is not that crazy in today's NFL. It's like, that's, like well, I would say 31, 24 is actually more okay. viable when put the game on seven or three. And then extrapolate the score from there. Sorry for the big word, people. I apologize, but they just come up with a number that is bigger, right? And get it to that that score. So yes, I, I mean fifty four, eh, fifty five. That's where you go. This is ridiculous. How can a total be fifty five? But the way the game's being played, I think tonight you got to be real careful. The referee is being very flag happy tonight. Oh God. The oh, country, don't even say it. The don't whole even con- say it. The don't. whole country is watching. Oh, it's game one. Oh. You have two explosive offenses. They want people. They don't Please. want a 13-10 game, man. They want points, points, points tonight. I mean, they want that in all primetime games. But, but in particular, this one. over-officiated. Please. This is, so the, this is, I mean, from a betting handle perspective, from an interest perspective, from an eyeball perspective, I mean, this is the biggest game in September. This is a monster audience tonight in terms of. I don't know if it's the biggest game in September. There's a lot of games coming up that are good. I I don't know. Thursday night, opening night's big, but. Standalone, opening night, first game, LA media market, Buffalo number one team being better. Approach the standalone games differently as someone who looks to make plays? No, because I try to keep every game in its own bubble and just it's that game. But. The more that, like last year, standalone games, the Thursday games in particular, as the year goes on, the Thursday games are sloppy and just bad watches. So, like, they're just, it's really hard to determine because sloppy games can lead towards overs as easily as they can lead towards unders. Mm-hmm. So, I just don't like the Thursday game. I, I just, it, I would rather bet a Tuesday, Wednesday Mac game than a Thursday night football game for the NFL. Mikey Awesome did a, uh, a sound clip of me and I'll recreate it right now. I love you and I'm your friend, but that's a fucking problem. <laughs> huh? You just said you'd rather bet a Tuesday or Wednesday back game than a Thursday NFL game. Yeah, I would. I, I, I'm more confident. Oy, oy, oy. I'm more confident in the wager. I'm more confident to be on the right side than to be on a game that not everyone in the world's betting that I'm getting maximum effort. I'm not getting guys banged up in you know teams that are that are not focused for whatever reason because they played on Sunday night and now they're playing on Thursday night. It's a hard turnaround. They're banged up and or a team that's really you know they're out of it on a Thursday in December. And they don't care. They just hate their coach and you know they play like crap and they should win the game, but they don't care because they got into a fight with the coach at practice, whatever it is. Right. That's my fear. 
So yeah, I would rather, <laughs> I would much rather bet on a team, bet in the game that I have a more solid idea that I'm getting hundred percent out of both teams than I am on a Thursday night game. But Mac right. action on Tuesday, Wednesday doesn't start until October. So I got a ways mm. to go until we get into those, those fun max action overs, which are tons of fun, which by the way, our guy, Justin Hathaway gave me a tip for this weekend, Tulsa, Northern Illinois over. Oh, I heard that. Oh, you did? Talk to everybody, Matthew. Talk to Justin? No, not oh. him specifically, but... Oh, somebody else? No, that's a mover and shaker, that Tulsa over. That's funny. Oh, that's, okay. He said, he, th- he thinks it could, he's like, he tweeted, he's like, by the way, this game could be 88, so bet the over. <laughs> What's the total right now? 56, it was last night, I think. Let's see. College football, Tulsa over. Yeah. That's the other thing that I think we're in a vacuum, right? We hear this, we talk to people, this, everybody's got this, everybody's got that. You, you know, you, it's, it's, um, I think it's good that we get out of that vacuum and listen to a lot of things. And the book listens to all of it too. You understand, uh, DP Purdom wrote an article about Twitter and social media and mm-hmm. gambling Twitter and, Ed is sitting at the Westgate with TweetDeck up to try to beat the market to moves by hearing injury reports and things like that. Who is Ed? Ed is the uh, director at the uh, Westgate. Oh, okay. Ed Sammons. Okay. So the article is about how Twitter is the dominant social media for gambling Twitter. Yeah. And how books have had to monitor it for eight years, 10 years almost. So anytime anybody goes on Twitter or other social media and says they have a play, the books know. Just just real quick. Yes. Um, I have to report it just because it's probably the biggest news we're going to have all weekend. You're going to get inundated. Queen Elizabeth has died. Oh, so. That's going to be like everywhere for the next. Oh wow! Like oh, wow. this is NBC's worst. This was people were talking about this for the game tonight, because NBC would go wall to wall with this, and they would be pretty much from like right now until like ten o'clock tonight. They would be wall to wall, all about the Queen of England dying, and so they got a big football game they're going to cover. And these two things are going to go. Somebody actually made the joke that they like, what would NBC move the game to like a different platform? Would they move to like the golf channel or to USA? They won't, but that's a really big international, huge news story that the queen of England has passed away. So Mm. you're going to get that interest. I mean, there's going to be like MSNBC is going to go wall to wall on it. Every network's going to go wall to wall on this. And then, oh, by the way, there's a football game you got to watch to put up for the Bills and the Rams. So be watching. There's going to be a lot of intertwined type of conversations going on tonight um, around Sheesh. that. Yeah, because it would be, this would be, this is the international story of the next 24 to 48 hours. Um, so where are you on Josh Allen? Are you expecting a monster season out of him? And where would you be tonight on Josh Allen props? Because everyone's going over rushing, over passing, over completions, over touchdowns. Oh, I'm, I'm going to 
I'm going to defer to the experts on the props. I don't, I'm not a prop guy. <laughs> I'm not. If that's, do you think Josh the segments on game. the show are going to be big short game. if you're asking me for prop big bets. Ga- not prop bets, it's big game. Because this is the betting. There's two betting markets that are monster right now. Josh Allen, over numbers, whatever it is. Yeah. Cooper Cup, first touchdown, anytime touchdown, receptions, yards. How good was that bet last year? Really good. Cooper Cup was, was insanity. They couldn't put a number high enough. Yeah, no, I mean, me, me and B Howe did a show called gaming or uh game within the game. And that was every, every week we discussed the Cooper cup prop, you know, it got adjusted. Finally, mm-hmm. speaking of getting adjusted, that total in the Tulsa game is 62 now. So, Dang it. 62. Man, um, I should have bet it last night. Yeah. I don't Darn know. It. Fifty-six um, last night. It was sixty when he texted to me. It was fifty-six. Now it's sixty-two. No, 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 no. It was uh, two days ago. It opened at fifty-four. Went to fifty-seven yesterday. In some books, it was fifty-eight. Okay. And then this morning, sixty-two. 60. Sixty is tough. So sixty-two. So books adjust these things. Um, be careful putting out your stuff on Twitter if you want to actually bet it because it flies after people get one wind of it. Um, Josh Allen's the favorite to win the MVP of the league. Buffalo has to have him be close to that to get to their goal of winning a Super Bowl. Um, well, I think if they're in the Super Bowl, it's default almost. Josh Allen wins the MVP. Oh, that's a correlated parlor. Yeah, it's that's, correlated. It's 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 just that's it's lazy, yeah. but it's it's just what the media does. It's one of the two, right? I mean, it's either. I mean, Josh Allen's going to come in with the hype if he takes Buffalo to the to his first Super Bowl in a Bills uniform. I mean, the other side would have to be like I don't know, um, like Baker Mayfield with the Panthers having like an insane fifty touchdown season, something that's whoa. just like whoa. way off the board. That's ridiculous. He's no, I'm just throwing. saying, in, in order to in order to derail a Josh Allen MVP with the Bills in the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, it has to be some anomaly, ridiculous thing like yeah. that. Like, Haley's and the com- team has to be good. Haley's comment, right? That's <laughs> right. yes, what I mean. Be, no, Panthers and, would be in the in the Super Bowl. It'd be Bills Panthers with with Baker Mayfield on the, you know doing a 50 touchdown season. Then he's the MVP to beat Josh Allen out. If the Bills are in the Super Bowl, Josh Allen's the MVP. Of the regular season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's Bills Tampa, could be Tom Brady. Yes, possible. If it's Bills Packers, it could be Aaron Rodgers. For three years in a row. Caesars reported that they have, I think they said they have a hundred five-figure bets on the MVP market and not one on Aaron Rodgers. Oh no, that was that one I I retweeted. They have a thousand, a thousand, I think, or no, a okay. hundred thousand dollar bets. Yeah, and none of them are on Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'd love to see that risk screen. There's some Why, people rooting for Aaron Rodgers. I'll tell you that. <laughs> There's a lot of red numbers. There's a lot of red numbers. If there's a four figure bets of a a hundred of them. Um, there's probably some big numbers. Somebody's ass is going to get handed to him if one of them wins. All yeah, right, so for, just real fast on Cooper Cup. Would you go? Do you think Cooper has a big game? 
How does he not? How does he I mean, not? The, I mean, the 95 was the pretty much the static number last year for the books. It. It was, and it was over, over, over. And then in the playoffs, they went to well, 110. And it, it was, was 95 under, under, under. for a while. And then the books are like, you know, all the shows start talking about yeah. it. Everything. We, I mean, we started the show last year in December. I know we talked about it. Mm-hmm. It was 99 and a half. You know, then it became 103 and a half. And then it went under a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So the books will find their way to the number. And then people will lose. And right. then they'll move on to something else. But they're coming back tonight with both hands. Cooper Cup. Over. What's the number? Everything. What's the number for um, yards tonight? His alternative number, you can bet all the way up to 80 plus is minus 200. You want to go 90 yards minus 130, 100 plus yards is plus 118, 110 yards is plus 172, 125 yards is plus 270, over 150 yards is plus 630. Where in the hell are you looking at this? Fandle. All right, let's see here. It's under alternative Cooper Cup numbers receiving. Wow. All right. So you You can ladder, you you can ladder this, you know, starting, starting. At 80 and go 80, 90, 100, 110, 125, 150 if you want. And see how big, how big of a game he may have. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, how high do you want to go? 100. I mean, the regular receiving yards prop is 94 and a half is minus yeah, 110. I, it's opening night. It's I would do 100 and that's it. I mean, you don't know what. If Stafford's elbow is messed up, then <laughs> this is a dead bet. I mean, he, he says he's fine, but. Well, I mean, don't the Bills know that Cooper Cup's pretty good, right? They're going to try to stop him. Everybody tried it last year, though, and they couldn't stop him. I know, but it's a different year. True. Yeah, it's true. Bill's secondary is bad, as we saw in 13 seconds. Holy crap. I just peeked up at the screen. Shefty's on ESPN right now. Okay. Got it died real dark. <laughs> it's really dark. That's mean. I'm just I just looked up at the screen. Look, I'm as bald as could be. I don't die it. I, I just I'm just, I just, it. I just caught it. Like I just I just looked over. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that was a very big relief in my life when I stopped. I'll, 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 it's I, a pain in the ass. It was bad. Well, because I've been, I've been like this since I was 18. So, I mean, for a long time, it was a major issue for me. Were you scared the first time? Like when you were 18 and it was really gray and like you looked in the mirror, did you go, what the fuck is going on? No, what scared me, I didn't know why my hair was going. It wasn't like that. I, 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 it wasn't like that 18. I started going gray at 18, but it wasn't like that 18. That was like, 28 when I was this gray. But when I first saw my hand, when I saw the skin in my hand go white, I thought I was in trouble. Like I, I went to the doctor. I thought I was like sick. And I was like, what is going on? Because it started to spread. Wait, that just started happening? Yeah. It was just one day I looked down and I saw a white spot on my on my right hand. Yeah. And and I went, what's that? And then right. two days, and then two days later, it went from the size of like a pin to like the size of a dime, and then um, uh, two weeks later, it went from the size of a dime to the size of a quarter, and I freaked, and I'm like, "What is happening to me?" 
And I went to the doctors and the doctor was like, you got to go to a dermatologist. I don't really know what's up. Let's figure this out. And the dermatologist took one look at me and goes, you have vitiligo. What's the problem? I'm like, what's the problem? I'm like, what the hell is vitiligo? Like Michael Jackson, you know, Michael Jackson? I'm like, yeah, vitiligo. It's like, what does this mean? <laughs> I mean, your body does not, it does not like pigment. It's attacking everything. Your hair is going to be fully gray. And I was like, what? But I How old were you when, this, when you had this conversation? Like 28, 29. Wow. And so it was, I, I, I so caught a Michael head. Jackson thing was just natural. That just happened. He bleached like, see how messed up my, you can't really see, you can't really see it on the, on the screen, but I my hand person, but that's fine. Right. But what, so like what? my fingers are all white. My, the, my, my hand, my actual like fist here is still having pigment. So what Michael Jackson did was he bleached his whole body. He just killed the pigments of his entire body. So you can do that under UV light. You can kill the pigments. So he UV light his entire body to make it be homogenized because he didn't like the splotchy nature of it. You should have been a doctor, not a lawyer. <laughs> so I, I, this is my body. I've done research on this. So that this is, this is true. This is all factual. So the other thing people do with vitiligo is that they use makeup and they paint their, the pigment back on. So they have special makeup for people with vitiligo. It's not, I'm, I'm a, as pale as a ghost. So it's not a big deal for me, but someone who's African-American who is turning white is a really big deal. It's a really shocking and scarring event to have that happen to them. And I feel horrible when I see little kids who have it. I didn't get it till I was an adult. I was later on, but there's kids who are like 10 years old who are in school who are African-American who are literally turning white and they can't do a thing about it. Their bodies are literally attacking itself. In changing the pigment. So there's, when this happens, there's nothing you can do. No, there's people have theories and people have, you know, wonky, stupid stuff that they do. They sell quack medicine stuff. There's no cure for it. Your body just, it's an autoimmune disease and you can't do it. So like I was coloring my hair, like either in college, I would go get it done, you know, either myself. I used to like once every three months, I would have to go buy that box of stuff and go and color my hair for, and it was like, it was when you, when you first did it, it looked really weird. And then it like kind of softened and looked more natural, but like it was a liberating thing at 33 when I was just like, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> like I was, I was helped and persuaded to stop doing it, but yeah, it's been about 10 years now. And the kids, I get, I get stopped in Vegas on the strip with kids who think I did it on purpose. They're like, how did you do your hair? Who did your hair? I'm like, dude, it's not like I didn't dye my hair. But they think now they think I dyed my hair because my, my eyebrows are black. People are unbelievable. Because my eyebrows that's are black. Cool. So they're like, who did that? I want like that's really cool. How do you how do you get your, your hair that silver? <laughs> like, dude, my hair is not silver. It's it's non-pigment. This is what your hair looks like without having any color in it. Oh, and, they're, and, they're, and they're like, what? Like, yeah, that's like when uh, people cut my hair, they expect it to be like really like a Brillo pad, like oh, all this gray hair. And they're like, what the hell is going on? Because my hair feels like everybody else's hair. There's just no color in it. It's incredible. It's I, a, I, this is, I should have had my glasses on for a whole segment because actually <laughs> that was – forget about the prop betting and all this other shit. Yeah. Like that was actually – now that was an interesting conversation, at least to me. I don't know if anyone else. No, it, it's a big, I mean, it's a big thing. June 25th is, natural, is National Vitiligo Day. And – it's something that I've, as the older I get, the more that I've looked into, like, how can I raise money for charities that help kids who are dealing with this stuff? Because it oh, crushes my be brutal. That, and it crushed my self esteem as, as an adult. It oh, my I can only imagine. I couldn't imagine what a ten year old kid 
who is in a school and he, you know, your identity as a, my, as, as an African-American or a Hispanic or a white person, whatever, like you're, you're literally changing race <laughs> and you can't stop it. Like you're watching your body attack oh, itself and spread. Gosh. So anything that has any part of your body that has any friction, so like your feet, your, your hands, your body, your face, it's, it's really, really a tough thing for kids to deal with. And it's not that widespread. I just have, you know, I have two autoimmune diseases. One, I can't deal with gluten. I get massively like stomach pains when I eat gluten. And then I've got vitiligo. There's a third somewhere. They always say that comes in threes, but oh I, don't, I don't know what the third is. <laughs> We've all been waiting for the third one to, oh, to no. appear I even say that. At, at some point, you know. I mean, I thought I was having a stroke <laughs> yesterday. My God, that was crazy. I texted you asking you questions about, I, I, I literally, was, I couldn't see yesterday. It was insane. I was taking a nap and then I got up and was doing a show and I got this ridiculous text from you and I'm like, um, what, <laughs> what does that even mean? It, and then the, you were like, it's getting better. It was, yes. a, it was a precursor. Of, it, it was, it was a precursor for a migraine, but I hadn't, it was like, I had not had my eyes like that since I was like in high school taking drugs. Like that was, the, I was, I was going, I'm sober right now. Everything was swirled. It was like somebody took a paintbrush and swirled. Everything it was all blurry. Dude. I was driving at the time and I was like, okay, I just going to get home. I got home, called my mom, like walked her through all my symptoms. She's like, okay, it doesn't sound like a stroke, but it might be. So like, let's monitor it. Call your doctor, called my doctor. Doctor said, go to the hospital. I said, hold on, give me like a half an hour. I'm going to go lay down for a half an right. hour. Right. And when I got up, I had a vi like a vicious headache. Like it was like behind my eyes. I hadn't had a migraine in probably five years. It's been a long time since I had one, but it was bad. So I had to go teach yesterday with a migraine. Oh God. <laughs> I was like, that's why I was texting you. I was like, cause I was scared. I mean, I was for like a half an hour. I couldn't see, like I literally couldn't focus. Everything was blurry. And I was like, this is, I've, it I've learned. I mean, and I had the doctor tell me since the stroke, when my body tells me to shut it down, I just shut it down. I don't get, I mean, if I got to miss a show, if I got to miss yeah. an appointment, if I got to, you know, I tell the kids like, look, I, I have to shut it down. I, I'll go and go and go and go and go. But like when you said your eyes were blurry and stuff and I was like, my first, remember I texted you back. I said, yeah. first of all, just breathe. Yep. And second of all, lay down. I did. Like, that's what I did. Yeah. For half an you hour. You got to lay down. It's the, it, but the cat today, my favorite thing about today, we'll get to that later, but like, it's the, the cat's got to, like, it has to stop. Like it's killing, literally the cat was, cat's killing me. Like it's, I was up again last night, two o'clock in the morning. Like it's just every damn night I get woken up and I'm not getting enough sleep. So that's what my doctor, after I wrote my doctor back, he was like, start going to bed earlier. <laughs> sleep is everything. Okay. Sleep is everything. Okay, I've been telling it. people for years. I was always a really good sleeper. My parents used to give me shit like, Dave, you sleep a lot. I'm like, damn right I do. I could fall asleep anywhere when I was young. I could fall asleep anywhere now. Teach my kid that, please, because she hates sleep. Oh, with, like that's it. one of the best things about this house. Everybody sleeps. And now I'm the dad going, what the fuck? <laughs> Everyone's out. Somebody like get up and do something. 10 a.m. on Saturday morning. Uh, all right. Real quick, a couple of funny NFL stories. Patrick Mahomes was asked yesterday about essentially fantasy football and like who is going to be his number one weapon, like who is going to be the guy he's going to throw to. Mahomes said, sorry. <laughs> Basically just told them, yeah, you're not going to like the way our offense is going to run this year. We don't have one weapon. We've got 
multiple weapons and we're going to throw it to a bunch. It's, I don't know. I, I, on one level, I hate that he was asked it on the other level. I love that he answered it and kind of just told all the DFS and fancy football people that are after some nugget of like, who's your favorite target going to be this year. He's telling them to go fly a kite. Why would he tell them anything? (laughs) The answer is tremendous. Listen, I was down on the strip yesterday at some fantasy football drafts that are anywhere between 1,500 and 10,000 in entry. 15,000 and 1,500 to 10,000. That's the buy-in for for the leagues. Winner they all want to know the same answer. <laughs> they all want right. to know the same answer. Who's Mahomes' number one target? Obviously, the answer is Kelsey. Hmm. Who's after Kelsey? I had a guy. I mean, he was going to the mattresses with it. That it was Juju, and I was wow. like, oh, "Really?" And I, you know, people are doing drafts saying it's Juju. People are doing drafts, and I can tell you who it's not. It's Hartman. They're not drafting him. People that are putting legitimate money into legitimate fantasy that's leagues. Legitimate money. <laughs> yeah. Are, are 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 not drafting Hartman until way late. They don't think it's going to be him. So I'm kind of hoping it's him. Just for a lot of people to have grand. Is, is it winner take all? Oh no, no. These are like 14 team leagues. First, second, third. You win the league, you go on to the bigger one. So you win your league. There's like a hundred of these leagues, say okay. that are fifteen hundred an entry. You win your league, you get so much, and then you advance to the tournament as the playoffs, and you play into this tournament. The guy that wins it can win a million dollars and stuff. It's it's nuts. Whoa, it's nuts. Yeah, how it's, many people are in this? Oh, I don't know how many at each level. You know the the. The $10,000 leagues, I don't know how many, you know, it might be a handful if it, it may be even just one. I don't know. I didn't ask. Right. One of the things when you're there as a guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep your head down, right? I just I just <laughs> yeah, listen yeah. Yeah. And, and, and let people talk. And then, you know, yeah, they, they, they all want to be, you know, they all want to meet me. They're like, you know, or, or say, hey, I really like the show. Or, yes. you know, okay, great. Jerry told me to tell you hi, by the way. Jerry? Jerry down at, at Golden Gate at Circus Sports at Golden Gate. Jerry. My streak, by the way, has continued. And Farrah, you, you can concur with this. Uh, at least one person in every book I've ever gone to, I've uh, brought up Dave's name, have said that they know you in this town. It's absolutely insane. Don't know how long it's been going. It's at least two years. It's probably longer than that. But whenever I'm at a book, having a conversation, I'll say, I know you. And they go, oh, I know Dave. I see Dave on my TV set all the time. It's like, what's, where's Dave? Is he here? I was like, no. And then the guy, the risk supervisor, didn't know who you were. And Jerry was like, how do you know who Dave is? It's like, it's like, it's been this town for 20 years. How do you know who Dave is? And he was like, I don't know who Dave Sherman is. And Jerry it's, was getting all upset. It's nuts. It's it's crazy because I it happened to me a couple of weeks ago. Saw a kid behind the counter that I trained. Wow. And I hadn't seen for, I'm going to guess, four years. Nice. And he was the, he was the closing supervisor and, you know, I trained him uh, on writing tickets. And then, um, I think he just, it was, it just wasn't the right time anymore for him to work in a book, oh. you know, so he left and now he's, he's back at another book, um, as a supervisor. 
It's tremendous. He's like, dude, he's like, I see you on TV. It mm-hmm. makes me smile every time. I'm just, I remember all those mornings we were, you know, training and then working together. He's like, uh, yeah, it was, it's just fun. It's fun. So that's good that Jerry said hello, but back um, to the number here, Mahomes. <laughs> who do you think it is? Number two in this offense? It's not, I mean, it's Kelsey one. Can we agree on that? hundred percent. I don't know. I, I mean, I still think there's, it's not Juju. I'll just Do they that. run the ball more yes, than they have? That's what I was going to say. I think it might be. That's the answer. I think it might be a running back. The number That's two the weapon. answer. Yeah, I agree. I think the offense is going to look different, to be honest. I mean, I think. Has to, doesn't it? Cardinals are live to cover that six point number. They are live to cover that. They might win it outright. Can't believe it shot up like that. That feels like the biggest setup of the afternoon session. I like Cardinals plus six in that game. And we're talking about tomorrow, but I, I, yeah, I like the, I like the Cardinals a lot in that, in that game uh, in particular, just how they've been Cardinals are uh, six and one last year, ATS for seven, five and two year prior ATS for seven. So, I mean, they just in September is when they play really, really right. well. I'm going to read you this quote. And you tell me what the hell James is talking about. Okay. You, 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 you were talking about body parts. You tell me what the hell is this quote? This is not searing hot take of the day. This is just <laughs> Jameis Winston. Real quote, Jameis Winston yesterday. He said, and I quote, our body is so symmetrical, right? You've got your wrists. Then what are your wrists on the bottom half? Your ankles. And you got your shoulders up top. What are your shoulders? Your hips. You know what I'm saying? You've got your elbows. What are your elbows? Your knees, right? So it's symmetrical. You've just got to work different body parts. <laughs> what is he talking about? Do you, do we got to ask the kids that song hip bone connected to the, dun, dun, yeah. ba, 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 ba. I, I don't remember the words my, right now. My wrist and my ankles are the same. Like, what are we talking about? Uh, can we my get them on the show and ask the him? I, I, I don't know. I saw this in the email. And I was like, wait a second. Is this the is this the searing hot take of the day? What the hell does this quote even mean? I read it twice. It makes me worried about my Saints bet. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is That's this? Your guy. What That's are you doing? Quarterback. This is one of the craziest quotes of anybody I've ever heard talk publicly. Like he volunteered this information when you're talking about his 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 knee. The question was, how's your knee doing? <laughs> how how is your knee? And he goes on by saying, Our body is so symmetrical. You got your wrists and you've got your wrists on the bottom half, your ankles, and you've got your shoulders up top. What are your shoulders? Your hips. My shoulders are my hips. They're not oh, this God. like the, uh, uh, like what the hell is he talking about? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. I read the quote. I think did I wear an old school Rams hat? I didn't wear this. Oh, no, I love that one. That one's nice. I didn't wear that. I, they, I wish they would wear those uniforms tonight. I like the old school Rams hat. I do too. Um I have no damn idea what Jameis is talking about. <laughs> it's, awesome. it's unbelievable. I listen to Jameis sometimes. I smile because Jameis has been an over better like dream. Because of interceptions, pick sixes, and his own touchdowns. <laughs> 50 and 50, baby. 50 that's, touchdowns, 50 picks. <laughs> that's I mean, there's a lot of prop bets that were won on lost on Jameis. Overs. Yes. I have no idea what he's talking about. I don't I don't know. I'd love to have him on the show and well, see if he would like to explain it. But this is the beauty of it. Like, it's crazy. When we were younger, the 25 and 35 and stuff, when we were younger, we we listened to this stuff like it was gospel. 
Now we're older with the benefit of reflection and not just because we're doing a show and we're in the media. But you can say you're crazy. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> Things but you look crazy. at you you look at these things now and go, they're having fun with it. Hey, ask them about he meant it though. Like he wasn't. Did fun. He? he? You? Oh, I swear to you, he was dead serious. Go watch the clip. He's straight. He's straight faced. He's not laughing. He's, that's he's, the, <laughs> listen. That's the art of a good joke? public speaker. You don't right, know whether maybe. they're fucking coming or going. You keep no, calling me crazy. Is, I already know the, I'm crazy. This is the same dude who was sucking on his fingers, saying "W," like eating a "W," like it was some type of meal. So, this is someone who's not exactly fully upstairs connected oh, correctly. What are you saying, Matthew? What do you mean? He's nuts. Jameis is nuts. <laughs> Jameis is nuts. Hundred percent. You know, what also is nuts. By the way, who? The Massachusetts gambling head goes off this morning in the middle of a session on the media because there's a guy on 98.5 who goes on this morning on the number one show in the state. Oh God! In the market and says he's hearing there's a potential for October the first for Massachusetts to take their first legal sports bet. Cut his mic. And this dude goes off. Brad Hill comes off and goes on a three-minute rant about how they are not even close. It's going to be several months. Months, he said this morning. Not days, not weeks. <laughs> several months before Massachusetts is ready. They still, you told me, they still have job postings for key positions in the they state. Do. They don't even have their full battery of people to go and get the law implemented. Correct. This is what this the is, deal. This is, this is another one of those things that everybody needs to slow down and realize you don't just say, okay, we're legal. We're taking bets tomorrow. There's a whole, if you're going to do it, some states may have rushed. Some states had problems because they rushed, but the process is still the process. You know, Mike Thomas says the standard is a the standard. There is a certain way through the law. If the law is going to okay vices between gambling, weed, whatever it is, they got to protect themselves and make sure they don't give in to one, the criminals, mm. <laughs> two, they have to protect the people, supposed mm. to protect the people too. So there's a procedure. I didn't hear. Did you hear the guy? Was he mad? Was he mad, mad? No, it wasn't mad, mad, but he was mad. He, he was, was mad. just, he, he's like, I'm really upset that the hundreds of thousands of people who are going to consume this media today actually think there is some chance that on October the 1st, they're going to be able to take a legal sports bet here in this state. And I can tell you without a question that we are several months away from being able to take a legal sports bet here in the Commonwealth. It was like, okay, several months away. So like Super Bowl is the maybe like that's now the question. Do they because Maryland is still not legal and they're going on or not open. They're legal, but not open. And they're going on two years. So. Ohio, it's because people are getting angry because they're watching states who are Ohio is going to be the next big state to launch on the 1st of January. And people in Massachusetts are going to get very angry whenever somebody else is doing something that they want to do. 
they don't get what you just said. My family doesn't get what you just said. My family has asked me, what the hell is the problem? They passed the law, open up. It's legal, right? Why can't First they take it back? First of all, you just buried the lead. Your family doesn't watch the show? This show? No. Son of a... None of my, my families over the years, like they watch the clips. They, I'll say that. They do watch the clips. That's good. Because my two brothers are on Twitter, but that's about it. <laughs> they well, of course, but like, that's the, that's the thing. Like, and, and again, I mean, so they're going to go, they're going to get this done. Eventually they're going to take prop bets. Of course. Lots of them. Red Sox, every Devers over a hit, every, every half a hit, every damn game. <laughs> going to be, those numbers are going to be fun to watch on the Red Sox. We'll see. It's going to be a that's, skewed market. <laughs> I think um, I'm interested to see it because, I mean, one, I've gotten to know you over the course of the past couple of years, but Boston has always been a, just a, a media hotbed. And you keep telling me about the, the media there being such a – it's engagement. It's people really are passionate and care about sports. And now we bring the betting right to them where they had to go and find it and seek it out between bookies and offshores and Grab other states. Drive to New Hampshire. Drive to Connecticut. When they have it, it will be a good um, – I still think it's going to be a good test market for the business to see where you can lead people to certain – you know, just like a restaurant. You know, you run specials that cater to – the customers, you know, if you offer a wing special on mm -hmm. Thursday nights and it packs the house, you're going to keep doing that. And maybe you'll do it on Wednesdays to see how that works. Prop betting and all the different types of bets. It'll be interesting. Yet through all of this, through all of this, P-Route, they're not going to let you bet on college sports. In no, 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 they are. Teams. Oh, they, they okayed are. that? Yeah, they, they okay waived that. it? Yeah, yeah, they waived it. You can't bet on um, BC, BC uh, Holy Cross. Or I think that's it. Oh, and, oh, and UMass, Amherst. Yeah. The three D1 schools you can't bet on. Bet on everybody. And you bet on everybody else. Same, same law as New Jersey, same law that Nevada did. It's just completely stupid. But yes, you, you can bet March Madness. I mean, you know why, though? Because the susceptibility and perception that something could happen. I mean, we had Sean Patrick Griffin on yesterday. Guys, if you didn't watch the show, go back and watch the interview, if nothing else, because Sean is, I mean, phenomenal. I've, and he don't, I mean, he don't have an agenda. That's why I love him so much. Like I really genuinely, we, we've traded multiple texts. He's gotten tremendous feedback from the appearance on our show. He did oh, a good. bunch of shows. Nice. You know, he was on with Vison and he was on Gil and, and he did a bunch of shows recently because that documentary's out. Mm -hmm. And he said, I got to tell you, you know, that was that was just a one. It was as fun as hell. Sure. Thanks for having me on. And two, I got a lot of positive feedback. Nice. The susceptibility. Would you agree is more for the colleges or something to happen? That's why they at least put it in initially. No, I don't think so. No, no. I think it's ridiculous, but it's fine. It's right. it's it's to placate the, the soccer moms that don't understand how it works. So All right. I'm far more likely to get a betting scandal with a team out West betting in Massachusetts and you are a team in UMass or a team at, you know, recruiting stuff happens. Yes. Now name and likeness took that away. I don't believe you're going to have, if you're going to have a scandal, you're going to have a scandal. It doesn't matter where it is. It's going to be, you know, it could be anywhere. 
now that you can walk around different states and place it and spread it out around. But no, I don't think it's worth it, but it's fine. It, it, that's how you got it passed. Fine. You, you got it passed. Um, Chat said that I mentioned Connecticut already yeah. too often for your taste. I would agree with that. <laughs> um, let's skip ahead to baseball here real quick. Uh, Sandy is plus money again today. Very small slate. We're talking about two games today on the baseball slates. Uh, Sandy's plus money. That baseball even made the rundown. It, it just, we're just going to touch it quickly. Just, just go over two games real fast. All right. Alcantara is on the road as a plus money dog today. Yeah. He's been a dog more than I thought over the last couple of weeks. Yep. And the book's just kind of thinking that people Marlins can't score. So Sandy's got to go eight innings and give up one run to get a win. No, the books aren't thinking anything other than this is the number. The Phillies are home. Yeah. The Phillies are still playing for something. The Marlins stink and can't score. You just referenced a prop bet on the Marlins. Team total has gone under, would you say, 25 and three? I think it's 25, three and one over the last 29 games. So, I mean, the numbers tell you they don't score runs. They don't win games. They can't be favored. Despite the fact, I mean, Alcantara can't go get the hits too. Sandy's been great. Yes. Under is the bet if you're going to look at this game. I don't, I mean, if you want to bet the Marlins because they're a dog with him pitching, okay. Mm -hmm. I would rather just bet the under. He's going to pitch good. We hope. I mean, he's got hit hard a couple times this month. Yeah, last month, it happened. Month. But the but. Phillies, the thing with the Phillies right now is like, I still think they're going to make the playoffs. Mm. Um, wow. They beat up bad teams. Mm-hmm. Do they beat up bad teams with a Cy Young candidate pitcher? Let's see. Uh, probably not. I mean, 4-3 win yesterday, 3-2 win the year before, the day before. So it's not like they're, you know, bats tight scorch, games. I mean, they're tight high. games. Yeah. They're nice. This is a 2-1-3. This is 2-1-3-2. This is under oh, 7. Man. Yeah, this is fair. Uh, Cease against Sears today has a total of 7. Yeah. Does this feel low? No. Under. You like the under in this game? Oh. Dylan Cease took a no-hitter to 8 and 2 thirds last time out. Isn't that isn't that a fade after a pitcher does if that? If you pitch a no hitter, yeah. If he's he close. pitches a no hitter, that's, close I mean, that's very he close. Went yes. Into the ninth, so he, blew, he burned the arm out. He threw, you know, a bunch of pitches, high stress pitches. It's uh, it's two schools of thought. I mean, there there will be people that bet against him today because of that. But when you do so, you're willingly going to the counter and handing someone money and saying you want the Oakland A's. True. I don't know if you want to do that either. I so, still can't believe that, that if if the if the year ended today, the Oakland A's would have an offense that would date back to the 1930s for how bad it's been this season. Dear Lord. That's how far back you have to go to find an offensive team as bad over the course of 162 games as the Oakland A's have been this season. Their team batting average is like 210. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, 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 That's it's what like, I mean. So you said, is it too low? No. It's not too low. Dylan Cease is, yeah. is I mean, he, he could still win a Cy Young. I know some some people with him with significant tickets on Dylan Cease he's to win a Cy oh, Young. He, I think he's he Verlander's out. I think Verlander's done. I think Cease is winning the I think they're gonna cash. I think they're gonna be really happy in three weeks. It's a it's gonna be a nice nice score for for some Especially guys. Especially if they if they make the playoffs, I think it's well, a lock. That's, I think it's a lock. I think that's done. 
if they so, make the playoffs. Yeah, if, they, if they're in as and, long as he pitches the rest of the way. But even still, I mean, he even might have it now. I mean, Verlander, we'll see what when, what I mean. How many starts is he going to miss? Four, five, six? I mean, that's a lot. Six, seven, six weeks, five weeks. I mean, it's a long time to be out when Cease putting up numbers and then what he did last time out. So Verlander's out of the picture and Cease is coming on, taking no hitters into the ninth inning. Yeah. So I, I, I think the sign, right? I think sign is over personally. I think it's a, I think it's a done deal on that. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Before we do the Omaha stakes, searing hot take of the day, yes. this is, this is going to be a little bit of a time. We're going to, can we say goodbye to sports grid right now? Fair. Is that all right to do that? Yeah. Say bye. All right, Sports Grid, we're back tomorrow. Roll call Friday. Hope you guys will all be here. A lot of fun tomorrow. Friday shows are always awesome, in particular with the NFL being back. Tomorrow's show is going to be huge. So hopefully you guys will tune in after the Pat McAfee Show, 11 p.m. Pacific time, 2 a.m. Eastern on Sports Grid TV, Twitter, YouTube. Stick around. Don't move. Much more to come. All right, Omaha Steaks, searing hot take of the day. You guys are going to omahasteaks.com. B-V-B. Promo code. All-American Assortment. Got a big box of food coming in, fillets, desserts, pork chops, chicken, a lot of really good stuff, or build your own menu. Both of those will give you, if you use BVB, discounted price and 12 Omaha steak burgers for free. Go to omahasteaks.com, promo code BVB. Greg Gumbel goes on a podcast yesterday. Decides to go to war with the entire sports radio world. Here you didn't is, put you didn't put who said this on the email. Now, oh my gosh, go ahead. I read. did, but it's okay. It says I, Greg. It says Greg Gumbel on it, and then the quote. But it's fine. It's, it's <laughs> oh, it does say it over there. Okay, yeah. I didn't. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Here's the quote about Sports Talk Radio. I think it's the most ridiculous thing on the planet. I have not heard in my lifetime more than an hour's worth of sports talk radio. And most of it I've heard is the lead in or lead out of an interview that I might've done on the station. (laughs) He continued by saying this, the full quote is I'm not a big fan of sports talk radio because of who listens to, to sports talk radio. They strike me as being anxious to be told what to think. I certainly don't need someone yelling at me, but I don't need anyone trying to tell me what I should think about this picture for the wait for it. California angels whom I can watch for myself and make my own judgments. He actually called them the California angels. That's what they used to be called. I know. Old guy on the lawn. What are you doing? You don't even know what they're called. They keep changing it all the time. I mean, in fairness, it's Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. It's the Anaheim Angels. It's the California Angels. How many sports talk stations are lining up to interview Greg Gumbel before week one of the NFL now? Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Like, hey, you just told everybody not to listen to our product, but we put you on constantly because we have to, because we're told we must interview Greg Gumbel because he's doing the game for the team for CBS. I mean, this dude sounds like a 70 year old now. What's that expression? Can't bite the hand that feeds you. I mean, he ain't got to worry about going on those sports talk radio shows. (laughs) Ain't nobody going to call him no more. Even when the agents tell him to call him, they ain't going to call him. There apparently is a huge audience for sports talk radio, he continued. If you're just tuning in to hear people argue and scream and shout, that's fine. Good luck to you. Good luck to your early grave. Good luck in your early grave. Because I think it's the most ridiculous thing on the planet. I have not heard. And he goes on that quote. 
I, I mean, well, I mean, we've talked about this, right? This is, I mean, this is what radio is. Radio was. was. It's a lot of. It's a lot of that. He's not. He's not wrong. Like with what a lot of it is, but in certain markets, like he's conflating the, the entire market. I mean, it's 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 the yes. biggest in New York. Platform. Yes, that's that's what it is in well, New York. No, City. I mean, there's there's a lot of TV shows and stuff that this is what the, this is what it is. Fair. Like on the biggest platforms, you know some of those people. You worked with them back mm -hmm. in the day, like yep. on different platforms. Yep. I know them as well because we've talked and met and stuff. And they there's a show. I mean, a lot of times it's a show. Like, I mean, yeah. we're doing this, we're talking, but we're talking off the air. We're yeah. always learning and listening and all these other well, things. I, I think the younger generation doesn't like it anymore like they're not attracted to it anymore my generation was attracted to it 95 to 2000 2000 to 2010 that's when talk radio exploded because everybody wanted to find the next skip bayless like where skip find the next skip yeah find the next Ooh. ranting and raving person that's going to get eyeballs because yeah. i've told you this on and off the <sighs> air we were told growing up as sports talk station hosts when we were groomed we were told that if the phone lines light up it doesn't matter what you say. As long as the phone lines are lighting up, it doesn't matter what you say. Get the phones to ring. Wow. And I was really good at it. <laughs> I was that's really, incredible. I was really, really good at it. And that's I, why bet, I bet you were, brother. <laughs> everybody everybody in Connecticut's like, who the <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, Exactly. Right? That's why I got this tattoo. Because this tattoo is a reminder to myself as to how I've been over the years on microphone the things i've said on microphone to do exactly that i'm frozen by the way my video oh you are frozen i don't know why what do i do Ooh, do we flip can we just reset them matt or do we have to do something different we come back in normally you flip back in pretty quick that's weird the, the video is frozen oh there you're back you're back am i you're back yes okay um but that i mean I have it in my line of sight because I want to remind myself whenever I'm talking into a microphone because I used to be like that. And I used to throw, I would, I called it verbal javelins at people all the time. And I never paid any price for it because the station loved it. Right. <laughs> it didn't matter what you were saying. So yes, I do get what Greg Gumbel saying about some of it being that way, but there's a lot of stations, a lot of places around the country that aren't like that. The talk radio has not become like that. And there's a lot of shows around the country that do what would be considered sports talk radio, but handle themselves in a different way. And now are, you know, creating better content, creating better conversations. And I've, look, I've gotten a huge arguments with people in sports talk radio about this because sports gambling is going to change sports radio and it already is. And the old timers don't want to talk about it and they're going to get phased out because I can but argue. It's about not, I don't, I would argue, uh, listen, there's a lot of sports talk radio. That's shit. There's a lot of sports talk radio. That's been shit. There's a lot of good sports talk radio. Um, I still think it's more than it's the games. It's but that's not, what, it's I agree. The, but sports betting up. is instant gratification, right or wrong. Oh, yeah. Arguing for years has been LeBron James is the best basketball player of all time. Right. That's Ted right. Williams is the best left-handed hitter of all time. You go through your, 
you know, should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? Here's my checklist of all the things that right. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Sports but betting. Now you can go, I like the Bills, minus two and a half. Correct. And tomorrow morning, you fucking idiot, you dumb motherfucker. Like, you come right back at somebody right. and it's instant. Or, hell of a call, man. That was great. Great job with that. You were right on that. It's instant. And then you move on. You turn the page. And you go to the next game. In the right. next game, in the next game, in the next game. And it's about the game. It's no longer about the hypothetical. Does somebody do this? Is somebody better than that? Would this pitcher be dominant in that? I mean, all your, I mean, I used to, I used to joke around. I used to say that there is a book of sports betting topics that get dust, gets dusted off every when Memorial you, day, when you, yeah. every July 4th, yep. like every holiday, you got to bring it up. I yep. think the DH should be in both leagues or keep the DH away from the national league. <laughs> like this, your boring, traditional, typical sports stock station topics, right? Sports betting changes that brings it just to one day. Well, I mean, and again, I think, you know, we are in the space. We look at the books numbers. We, you know, I've made the books numbers. You bet the books numbers. So we're in the space. We're living the life. I think you'll be able to tell who is and who isn't in the space. I think the content's going to get worse before it gets better. I think there's going to be a lot of people doing this stuff. You mean the betting content or overall oh, content? Uh, both. I okay. think this, I think introducing the betting content so forcefully into a lot of the conversations fair it's not making the content better it's making it worse did fantasy make it better no <laughs> so then there's your there's your there's that's your, i mean that's your evidence if you want to use a case precedence counselor yeah. precedence is what the fantasy did they put it in everybody's face they talked about it nobody gives a shit about your fantasy league my fantasy league their own fantasy league there's fantasy channels there's people that legitimately are saying that, you know, fantasy and prop betting is the future that have an interest in it. And they're pushing that content and they're telling you that that's what people want. Now, I think when you're in a way. vacuum <laughs> and you're, you, they're tell you, you have people in your circle telling you that's fine. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's not always better. I'm trying to bring the show full circle too because it's we're fair. almost done. But yeah. like that's yeah. that's how this show started. I wasn't trying to be a prick. I wasn't trying to, I was just trying to say like, <laughs> think about that. And now right. for content's sake, I'll ask you, what do you think people want to hear about more? The games or the bets on the games? Is Greg Gumble? He's out of his rocker. I mean, we're all crazy, but right. is it about the bets or is it about the game? We're talking local radio. We're talking national radio. What are we talking about? Listen, I think it matters. We're talking generalities. Well, I think specific. like if I'm listening to WIP in Philadelphia, right? Uh-huh. I am interested that the professional bettors are very high on the Eagles. Cause I personally believe that we've talked about this before, but if you really want to know what actually might happen, the numbers that the, the professionals are betting into tells me more than necessarily what the local number is on the Eagles. So like we talk about power ratings and the top 25 in the AP, right? Well, if you went and talked to the sports betting guys who have their own power rankings, those power rankings would look much different than the AP poll. Right. right? 
So if I'm in Philadelphia, I do think I want to know what what the the gambling marketplace says about my team. I think it dictates because gambling has been legal long enough that I now understand what the numbers look like involving the Eagles. So that's localized topics involving sports gambling. Okay. Do I think they want, do I think they really care that the USC number against Stanford has gone from 12 and a half down to eight and a half today? No, I don't think they really care about that in Philadelphia. Nationally, they might, a national audience might care about that because they bet the pack 12 or they're into they, they like college football and, all of a sudden, like, does David Shaw really have USC's number? And is it a head fake? Like, why is that number crashing? Because it's crashed dramatically this morning. So I think it matters as to like who you're talking to and where you're talking. But local teams are always going to drive local radio. They want to hear about their team, their games. Not about the bets. Not about the bets. No, I, I think ultimately they want to know, is my team going to win? First, it's about the game. Who wins? Secondly, it's that about- That would be a side bet. No, yes. I mean, no, not even covering. I just mean winning the game. If, right. if the Eagles are minus three and they win by one, I think the vast majority of Eagle fans do not care their team didn't cover. They okay. care their team won, period. Right. Money line. Yes. At the end of the day, fans want their team to win. Right. So how do they get to that is the ultimate goal. It's still all right. about winning and winning championships. Secondarily, to an average person, did they win their bet? Did they cover? I think most fans, if they'd be frustrated if their team wins, but they don't cover, like, ah, damn it, they didn't cover, but they won at least. Right. So they're okay with that. Right. It is all about the games. You're absolutely right. It, That's where I think, I think we have it. a responsibility as people in the media who understand the betting. I think we'll be the outliers. I'm good with that. I think we'll have discussions like this where – you know, we'll disagree and that's fine. That's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to have a, a, an end result, ideally where we listen to each other's arguments and go back and forth. And it's not personal. I think after listening to Sean Patrick Griffin yesterday, tell us about the professionals and how they manipulated numbers and they've been manipulating numbers over and over the lesson, the thing that I heard that I already knew, but again, nobody knows shit. Um, is that that's really not maybe as it appears either the professionals they were they were they're still doing it they're still manipulating numbers watch the line moves this week how they've already happened it's thursday they moved these numbers on tuesday i don't know why i've heard why we'll talk about that off the air but but the head fakes yeah the head fakes it's always tough. A lot of stuff. To take the information that's in the public space and and then making a bet off of that information. Whether it be a bookmaker reporting it via tweet, a reporter reporting it via conversation, whether it be the line movement, it's always difficult to fully understand what is going on. And the more that that gets put out there, I think it's better for the public to understand that because they're able to sit there and say, or I can say to them, make your own bet. Don't worry about what else is going on. Bet what you think is going to happen because more often than not, I give you credit where a lot of people in the space don't do it. And I don't, doesn't matter where you learned it, who did what you do it every day. Here's my pick fade it or follow it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's, 
actually, that's the best content. But that's because I'm not tied to the but outcome. That's the exception. Right. Well, in this space, there's a lot of people going on as analysts and experts. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't and know. Saying I, this and saying that. I think it comes, I, I give you credit for that. I think it, I give other people credit who have, who have, I've talked Dan Harris at betting pros. I'll give him informally at betting pros. I'll give him credit for it too. And I've had the same talk with him and, and with you about it. Is it like, you have to understand that if your ego is wrapped up in your winning and losing in sports betting, it's, it's, it's a race. You will call it the race to the bottom. That's the race to a bottom of a bottle. That's a race to being depressed and alone and sad and, and just misery constantly because you're going to be ticked off and pricked off by anybody who even tweaks you a little bit about it. Exactly. And says, you know, comes at you and says this or says that. And like, I, I don't know. Look, I, I don't like being wrong. I, I hate being wrong. Losing the money is not even the, I don't care about that. I, I hate being wrong more than losing any money. That's always my thing on it. I like being right more than winning money. I like to sit there and say, I had the right call. That's awesome. But I, I feel like the industry for us in, in what we do in, in, the, in what, like we're trying to bring real conversations to the air and yeah. not selling the, this idea that somehow by listening to this show, you're going to drive a Lamborghini or like you're going to be able to know the cheat code for every bet that's out there. And by following our method, you're going to be able to beat the book or let's go slap around your bookie type of thing. Like I've never used terminology like that. Like, I, like we're going to war boys. Let's go to war against your bookie this weekend. Oh God. I, I'm, I'm just, that's just not what I do. It's just not. And cause, cause I, I can't go to war cause I'm going to lose. <laughs> like I'm, If I'm going to a war against a bookie, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose badly. So like there's a relationship there of like, I feel like I'm with my audience I'm on the same side as my audience. I'm given a microphone because I can talk better than most people, but it doesn't make me smarter from a betting perspective. So we're all kind of on the same, like, let's go to war. Let's go, let's go have a, a good time understanding that the people we're fighting up against it's 11 versus 10 every single time. And I'm, and I'm on the other side of it telling you that even inside the book, nobody knows shit. They don't and like when you do that, though, by the way. What's that? They don't like when you do that. <laughs> who doesn't? When you say to the world that nobody knows shit, there's a lot of people who, there's a lot of people that feel like they do know shit, and they get very upset when you say that. <laughs> I agree with you, but... I, I'm just, I'm just, I mean, I've sat there and I did it for 25 years. I used to tell the guys that would come in, that would win. Yeah. Listen, this is great. Win now. It's a long term, like, and there's there's guys that win long term. I'm not saying winning, I'm saying knowing. It's two different things. Like, just as a general grown up human being, we're responsibility for kids. You're supposed to question everything. You're supposed to wonder about everything mm. and learn and educate yourself. This space is exploding. There's a different deal every hour being announced this week. Tonight, the number one show in America is on tonight, Sunday night football on Thursday, but it's Sunday night football. Right. Number one show have just added a sports betting analyst. You will get sports betting tonight on this game tonight on the biggest number one show. When I was growing up, it was friends. <laughs> now it's Sunday night football. Right. And we're going to have gambling on it. Well, I mean, Jimmy the Greek 
did this exact thing. You know, now they're just telling you he's doing it. Right. Before Jimmy the Greek couldn't do it. He was doing it in code. Right. So um I don't know. It's it's uh, it's it's just be careful. That's course, that that's 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 what we need to keep reminding people. And well, I said this morning, tonight's game is one of hundreds of markets to bet on this NFL season. I think there's 256 games in an NFL season. You should not be going overboard tonight. Okay. Tonight should just be a typical day. A kip. Don't go bat crazy because it's the first NFL game. And I normally bet like 50 bucks a game, but I got 250 in play tonight because I'm so excited. No, like <laughs> one of 256, like Dave just said. One. Plenty of time. In every one of those games, I've got micro markets and in-game opportunities and all sorts of things you can bet on. So, like, it's just, and if you're right, awesome. If you're wrong, don't worry about it. Manage the bankroll, be smart, take your time. Don't be yeah. crazy. Yeah. Don't be nuts. Um, okay. So let's skip down because I don't want to go too long here because right. you and I both got a lot of stuff going on today. So let's go right to better to book it here. Okay. Uh, brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook, JTP 15 for up to a 1250 first uh, risk free bet with Caesar's yes. William Hill, JTP 15 at sign up with a new account. Two and a half or three. Rams plus two and a half Rams plus three. I don't know if I'm getting three. I probably get to buy it up to three. I may have to play two and a half. I don't know yet, but for going with Rams and the points, betting it or booking it. We'll bet it. We'll take the, we'll take the defending champs at home, getting points again, maybe dead wrong. You know, Bill's fans. It's one of two things in my mind. It's either a win for the Rams or a blowout for the bills. So why not just bet the money line? It's probably the best bet. Yeah. I'm just going to take the points just to be safe. But if you could get three, even at the little more expensive price, would you rather three or would you rather the money line? Three. Yeah. And I'm there's not, people that will tell you that, you know, the math guys just say to take the money line. I'd rather I say 24-21 is a very real possibility for a final score in my mind. Bills with a last, with a last second field goal to win it. So that's why I want the push. Yeah, I mean, plus 115, plus 120 is, is pretty much what it is. The under feels like if you want to if you want to bet the under, I don't hate it. I don't hate a same game teaser either. I mean, if you want to go ahead and tease it up, take the under and then take the Rams from plus two and plus a half the points, eight and yeah. a half. Take them over a touchdown and then take the under. I'll I'll do that. I'm gonna right. be doing, I'm not giving that. That's not an official play, but I'll be doing that tonight. That that's I love same game teasers. I can't stop. That's my catnip. <laughs> so I, lo I love that bet. So take it up, take it up over a touchdown and take the under and maybe it's a high scoring game and I lose, but I think giving the Rams eight and a half, nine points is pretty safe. I would think so. That's what surprised me most yeah. is a double. Well, I mean the, the trend and again, trend is your friend until it's not i know i've been saying it my I quoted, whole i quoted life. you i was on a show in dc and quoted you on that you know, yeah yesterday. And, and and it's funny um the bills win games by double digits like when they win i think 12 of their wins or 10 of their wins last year was by double digits fair so that tease doesn't get you to double digits that's why they offer it <laughs> That's why, so like just, two, that's why they like two and a half, too. <laughs> they, yeah, like, hey, go well, that's, that's, that's the other thing why books won't go to three. Because if you 
expose yourself to three, you also expose yourself to a seven-point teaser, 10. Who offers seven-point teasers? Are they out there still? Yes. Non, like onshore, Vegas books are offering seven-point teasers. What's the uh, juice? Minus 140? Minus 150? What's the juice on seven-point teaser? I've embarrassing. Been, yeah, it's going to be insanity. Because I don't know. There's, 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 the there's actually, there's books that are five and not half and five. allowing... Right, seven, they're not allowing two team teasers. They're not allowing in Vegas. Teasers. Yeah, well, I haven't hit. The, I haven't found that yet. That would set me off. Two team teaser. What are you afraid of? That's ridiculous. Oh this my! This is changing. I mean, minus one forty is a big enough fuck you. Not now. Now you're going to tell me I can't even bet it. Now it's got to do three items, sir. What? Oh no! This is just take teasers off the board, like. It, so now you understand. Take them off the board. Like if you don't d- don't do that. Like don't don't give me op- an option for a three. Just take them off the board. Say like nobody gets them. <laughs> no, we'll give wow. you. Wow, <laughs> that's what the, that's, that's awful. Yeah, I didn't hear that. That's uh-huh. awful. It's terrible. I mean, I got mad when Circa last year went up to one thirty on teasers. That pissed me off. I was like, come on, Maddie. I was like, what's that? Because one forty is what everybody else is at. Business is changing every day. I mean, I told you. I mean, not to sound like I've been like doing this for so long, but like I, I used to bet them at minus 120 consistently. You remember what was even money. You had six-point even money teasers. I was just I was telling Raheem over the weekend. Beautiful thing. I was hanging out with Raheem, and he was like, oh, we'd have chopped you up. We'd have, we'd have beat you up. I said, Raheem, you could have bet whatever you wanted, whatever the limit was. We were taking you didn't care. five dime teasers. I said, we would have taken them from you. And he was like, oh, we would have we carved you up. I said, I wish we could take the bets, man. South Point has just, uh, according to SoCal DGen, South Point's got it. You can buy it to three if you want. It's minus 140. <laughs> 135 is the cheapest I've seen it, is, is, the, is the best price I've seen so far to buy the half a point. Whew, that's, that's expensive. Yeah, so here's the trend. Would you rather just just bet the money line at that point? Maybe. That's expensive. Non-divisional dogs of four points or less in the first three weeks of the season are 11 and three straight up and 14 and 0 ATS over the last three seasons. Non-divisional dogs, go ahead. Of four points or less. Of, okay. In the first three weeks of the year. Okay. Are 11 and three straight up. 14 and 0 ATS. I mean, it's a money line bet, then, isn't it? That's what it feels like. Or it, it has to be a sprinkle. It's got to be a money line sprinkle. You have to have some money on the money line tonight. Right. Take the points, take 10% or more, and put it on the money line. SoCal said that the, the South Point, Chris has two team teaser, seven points is minus 150. So you can do two team. Seven point teasers minus one fifty. I don't know what the limit is. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I misheard you. Seven. That's points, what. Not that's what points. he said. Yeah, six oh, points right. is probably one. Expensive. I don't like. I wouldn't do it. It's expensive, right. but it's not right. outrageous considering a six point teaser is minus one forty. So, it's either six points is minus one thirty, six and a half is minus one forty, seven okay. is minus one fifty. Okay. Usually, it's ten cents a half point. Okay. Or it's minus one forty for six. Minus one fifty for seven. 
and they don't offer six and a half. I don't know. I have to go. I have to go talk to Chris and find out. I mean, I went. Um, I think this is right. I think I went fifteen and eight on long teasers last year. Pretty confident that was my number last year. It's pretty. Goroff's just chimed in the chat. Said William Hill here in Nevada, Caesars still has minus one twenty six point NFL teasers. There you go. That's where you got to play. There's my business. I will be, I keep on saying this. I need to go fund my account. I talk about them every day. I haven't funded my account. I need to go fund my William Hill account and go do that. I have it, I have it on my app. I just can't, I forgot the password. I don't know what the password is. Oh, you just go in and they'll, they'll reset yeah. it with you and just, it'll be fine. That's you don't it. even have to, you don't even have, you, you got one, you got a place right by your house. You don't even have to go to a book if you don't want to, but if you go to a book, they'll do it for Arizona you. Arizona Charlie's? You can go right, that's, I'm going there after the show. Okay, I need Literally, to go I'm going. I'm going there right after the show. Yeah, I need. I need. I need to go. meet another guy about some other bullshit. Yeah, I need to go check that out. Okay, favorite thing about today? Oh, sorry. Wait, wait, wait one more. One more. Uh, Josh one more. Allen over thirty-seven and a half rushing yards today. How does this not win? Thirty-eight is the bet prep projection. Uh, he said sixty or more in his last five games. Right, like this is if Buffalo wins. If you like Buffalo. He rushes for over this. I think he may do it even if they they lose. I think because I think they're going to get up the field on him and then he gets loose. I mean, he can get this in one run. That's the beauty of this. When you have a quarterback, they can get it in one run. I mean, the 37 and a half, that's big. I like when they do my my homes like 16 and a half. You know, when you see those numbers, when when you get a guy who's one run. Can can do it. Thirty seven and a half. Even betting Brady over like half a yard or two yards. I mean, seriously. I mean, it's just it's he he gets him from time to time. He does, but he ain't running too much. He's gonna no. he ain't running at all this year. You better not. Out. <laughs> um, do you like this? Yes, I bet this. It's a good number. But I like it under 38. Yeah, under 38. It was it was going up. Different books. It's been it may be over it now. This is a very popular bet. So this is this is going up. Yes, sir. So it was 37 and a half last night. Uh favorite thing about today is what? Um that we could have an intelligent conversation like we just had. That's I mean, that was to sum up the show. Again, I don't know. Um I don't care how many other shows do it, talk about this. And like, there's a lot of people in the space. Congratulations are in order today. You got another gig. You got, you got a show, you got a platform. Not worried about any of it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm genuinely happy for the people that I'm happy for. Haters are going to hate. It don't matter to me. Um, the That's other true. thing that I'm, uh, favorite thing about today is that it's just a reminder that none of this matters. <laughs> our, our health is everything. All right. I was I was down on the strip in a meeting and I get a text, are you done yet? And I said, no. So then I get another text, let me know when you're done. So I was went to from, leave if, and I'm if, driving from home. Your daughter from or wife, from, oh, I forgot. from my wife. And I said, All right, I'm leaving. And she goes, Okay, I didn't want to bother you while you were in your meeting, but we're at the hospital with Kelsey. And I was like, What? Yeah, get me out of that meeting. What are you doing? I said, I said, What's going on? She's she said she just had tremendous like pain in her right side, lower right side, something. I don't know what it was. Correct. Yeah, right. Yeah. But oh, you know, I'm just like, okay, well, why didn't you tell me before? I'll be there. Gallbladder? 
That's what happened to me. They're doing, they did all the tests. They're going to find out. That's U- that's ultrasound. Yeah. That's, all of it. They did it. it yeah. I never forget so that we'll, day. That was, that was a fun morning. Yeah. So two we'll hours, find out. Two hours from being in the hospital. I was on the slab getting cut open. <laughs> well, um, we thought that might've been the case last night. Like we were like, you know, Jess, I pulled up and God, it's weird stop. how comfortable how uncomfortable I used to be around hospitals. But since the stroke now, I have this ridiculous calm huh. about being at the hospital and being around people in it. Like when I was a kid, I was always scared. I was huh. scared, scared, scared at a hospital. And now it's just another day. And I, yeah. I walked in and, you know, the guy in the corner of the ER is probably, that's where he sleeps every night. Nobody bothers him. I mean, you just, there's, there's people that do that. And then there's people coming in and out. Some look really worse off than others. Centennial is where you guys went? I will. We were at Centennial Hills. Great yeah. hospital. It's yeah. A really, it's a and, really good and so hospital. I just sat there for 15 minutes until Kels came out and watched. And I was like, man, I know the games start tomorrow and the NFL and all this other stuff. And I went, I, went, I was just like, none of this shit matters. This is, I got to make sure she's okay. And she comes out and she knows I'm going to ask. And I said, are you good? And she's like, yeah, I think so. You know, it just, it hurts. And I'm like, okay, well just one, just keep breathing. And two, we'll go home and figure it out. So the fact that she's downstairs and, and it's feeling better. That's the best thing about today. Hell yeah. I mean, that's when I was driving home yesterday, I couldn't see. It's like, you don't think about <laughs> bets and plays and anything else besides like, hell no. What is going on right now with Ooh. me right now? Something is not right. Something needs to be corrected. The thing that's being corrected. My favorite thing about today is that the cat will become an it today. <laughs> He's no longer a boy. Be careful what you wish for. This poor dog is walking around with the cone it's around an it. her head. She's not, she's, not, she's an it now. And my cat's going to be an it. <laughs> no longer Wait a, a second. Male. We got to change the pronouns for the cat. Nah, I'm, just, I'm making a joke, but like he's losing his manhood. <laughs> he's losing what makes him a boy. He's no longer going to be a boy cat. It is going to calm the fuck down. And it's going to allow me to just get my somewhat of an semblance of a life back in this house because it is on. I mean, everyone I talk to on the phone, you can vouch for this. They all say, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Sounds like you have a baby crying in the background. What nonstop. the fuck is going? It don't matter what time I've been on the phone with you at six 30 or seven in the morning. I've been <laughs> on the phone with you at one o'clock at one 30 in the morning. Doesn't Same matter. fucking noise. All the time and people will call me i'll have work calls i'll have i'll have calls i'll be here doing like a, a zoom call and the cat will be outside screaming and they're like do you need to go take care of that and i'm like yeah hold on one second let me go take care of that i'll have to go put the cat in a closet and, and stuff it away and it's for strangers it's a genuine concern what is that noise in the background is that it sounds like a screaming baby that, it sounds like you gotta go give the baby the bottle or yeah. change its diaper something's wrong like you you're generally like neglecting a newborn baby in your house and like you're what are you doing like why are you on the phone right now can you hear that can you hear that thing right there go go take care of that in your house yeah that's my cat that's your what yeah that's my cat and so it has been a late and like I can't do anything about it because my daughter loves this damn cat 
So like the cat does nothing wrong. And I'm just like, I can't get over this. Like I, I don't want this in this house anymore. So the vet said a couple of weeks, it'll calm down. It won't be overnight, but it'll be slowly it a progression down. It better. Otherwise it I can't get to make it to Halloween. Or muzzle. One of the two. There'll be one of the two things that will happen because that cat is not going to, I mean, literally I had a, I had a migraine from lack of sleep yesterday because of this animal waking me up consistently every single night. Listen to me. I had a girl when I came back from Curacao, I was, you know, I had nothing but time and money and I got hooked up with a girl who had a cat. I'm deathly allergic to cats. I hated cats since I've been a little kid and I know why, because I was dating a girl before I went to Curacao and she had a cat and I didn't really know I was allergic to cats. And I went over and things started to happen a little bit. She wanted a shot at the title. I thought we were going to have a title fight. And then all of a sudden I couldn't breathe. I was like, you know, and she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. I was, you know, I had no performance anxiety. I just couldn't fucking breathe. And I was like, oh, where's the EpiPen? Give me the EpiPen quick. No, I was like, I got to go. And she was all. Oh, you know, no. She was, she had Angry. entered the ring. I mean, we were ready to, we were ready to, and I was like, I got to go. I got to go. Deal with this analogy. This analogy is awful. I got to go. I walked out of the ring. I literally had to walk. I ran out of the ring. I ran out to my car like, oh my God, what's happening right now? Wow. So I realized this. So then, ironically, I go to Curacao, I do my, all my things and whatever. And I come back and I'm with another girl who's got a cat at her house. And I really like this girl. I wanted a title, a, a title shot. And we started to hang out. And then I started to spend nights at her place. Uh-oh. And Samson, the cat, <laughs> loved me. He wouldn't get the fuck away from me. And I kept telling her, this cat is making me, it's bothering me. Yeah. She's like, it's a Siamese cat. It's 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 an upper level cat. It's this beautiful yeah. cat, beautiful fur. It didn't give me the same dander reaction. Okay. But it still bothered me. And I told her. Listen, if we're going to stay together, it's me or the cat. And she goes, it's the cat. It's you or it's the cat. You will take medicine. You will not. You could will you? Ta- she said, you, you will take will? medicine, allergy medicine, if you want to stay with me, because I'm not getting rid of the cat. Title shot done. You walk. See you later. Over a cat. How about that? So just, just, just. Just know that if the cat is going to get to that level, it's causing you migraines and sleep and headaches. You're going to have to have this discussion. I'll come over and talk to Maddie and say, listen, your dad can't have the cat in the house. No more. Can't do it. So I, I just, just fingers crossed. Like this is just please have this work. Please, please have this work. Um, before we let you go, FYI on Alabama, Texas, we'll talk a lot about this tomorrow, but oh, there God. is an unbelievable storyline brewing Alabama is going to kick the living shit out of Texas and they're not going to stop. Texas decided to not allow Bama's band to be in the lower ring and said, if you want to come, you're in the upper deck. And the, my friend's daughter is in the band. We talked about the million, million dollar band. The band is furious that they're not going to Austin for this monster football game. Bama's band will not be there to play pregame. Won't be there to play halftime. Won't be there to play during the game. They're not making the trip. And not going. They said, fuck it. You're going to put us up there? We're not coming. Nick Saban's going to go to Austin and beat the brakes off of Texas. I love this shit. 
Watch, love it. watch that because that is going to be – it's like the worst handicap in the world, but it matters to them. Good point. It matters to them. <laughs> Alabama's going down there, and I don't expect them to stop. There is so, so do they, they go to every game? This yes. is really an exception, right? Yes. This is not – they're just – wow. And it's also, it's also an SEC rule that you have to give the band – the SEC teams, you want to bring your band? That's fine. They must be in the lower bowl. It's required in the SEC, in the SEC, the big 12 does not have a rule like that. So Texas is going, we're in the big 12. We're not in the SEC. We'll see you. We'll, we'll see you in a couple of years. Fine. It's a front page story in the Birmingham news today. It's a big, big deal in Alabama. Bama fans like, okay, you want you, you, you this is how we're going to be. Okay, let's start this now. Let's let's get into this now because now we've got the hammer and we're going to come before you get SEC talent and everything else. I love we, college football. We have maybe our greatest team ever. Bama wins by 30. We'll get into it tomorrow. Love They're it. Going to beat the shit out of him. I can't get us out of here. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We'll talk to you tomorrow for a Roll Call Friday for BVB.